Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Midnight Festival podcast, a late-night talk show where some cute boys talk about video games in far too much detail. I'm Chaotic Jade, and I'm the first host of two total hosts and one guest host, actually. Yeah, we have a guest with us. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself to our listener? Hey, everybody. I'm the first of one guest host, Michael. And I'm Neutral Cole. I'm the second of the two permanent hosts. Yeah, you're Michael. I was supposed Michael, to say the uh, law, wasn't I? You were supposed to say lawful, Michael? I gotcha. Damn. I got him. He's the guest host. <laughs> I, get, I got him. Um, anyway, though, tonight, we're picking apart my personal pick, uh, Shin Megami Tensei 4. I'm sure you've noticed that we're lacking our, our fan favorite host, Kiowa. Uh, mm-hmm. That's because this game is, is very, very difficult, and unfortunately, Kiowa succumbed. And he wasn't able to complete the game in time. So we're, we're forced to move forward without him. Another casualty. Mm, a casualty, yeah. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei, for those who don't know, it's a Japanese role-playing game focused around recruiting and fusing demons to create like a powerful party to use in combat. The, the, the battles are turn-based. They're pretty hardcore. One false move will probably lead to a, a total party kill. Um, this series is surprisingly not known as well as a lot of the the i think the the persona games are a spin-off of shin megami tensei games mm-hmm. um and at this point in time persona 5 is like they've even shed the shin megami tensei uh prefix to persona 5 showing that it's even more diverged from uh the mainline series and persona 5's popularity it's like through the roof man persona 5's so popular uh no yeah. one really knows smt anymore it, I, you know um, so I was curious, like, do you guys have any prior experience with the Shin Megami Tensei mainline games, or are you mostly, uh, have played Persona? That's a good question. Um, I've played Persona 3, I've played Persona 4, and I've played Persona 5, some spin-offs here and there, but this Shin Megami Tensei 4 is my first of the mainline series, for sure. I'm the same with Cole, it's, uh, SMT4 is the first in the mainline I've played, Persona 4, P5, and that's it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so it's it, it. this is going to be kind of a fun one, I think, uh, because, you know, I mean, a lot of people haven't played the any of the SMT games or spinoffs or anything. Um, you know, I guess I haven't really dipped my toes into, you know, I haven't played Nocturne, so I'm not like some seasoned vet, but I just appreciate the, uh, the vibe of the SMT series compared to what Persona is now. Um, what do you guys think are the, the big comparisons, the big differences? Is there anything that you noticed Ooh. that's that's widely different from the, the Persona series or anything that you liked more or less than the Persona series? There, oh. That's a, almost a loaded question. Is it? There, There's a lot. There's a lot that's the same, and there's a lot that's very different. Okay, well, how about notable, like, things you enjoyed or disliked? Everyone knows Shin Megami Tensei. It's so obvious. It's so mainstream. Mm-hmm. We've all played it. Yeah. As as we just exposed from our persona knowledge. Yeah. Um I think I think uh, in our in our pilot episode about Persona 5 there are some things that I lament about that game, the most refined probably Shin Megami Tensei, well, no, they shed that, sorry. Uh, the most refined Persona game for sure. And you know, they did things like uh in battle like the guns Mm-hmm. I hated the guns so much. This yeah. is what they should have been like is what we have in Shin Megami Tensei 4. You know, there's mm-hmm. some differences in battle with fusion and demons and the story's really different too. 
and yet it's still very familiar, shares some core ideas. Mm-hmm. It just feels like a, a more hardcore version where, you know, in the first few battles, I was already dropping. I, it caught yeah. me off guard. Persona's so hand-holdy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially, the, yeah, the difficulty, especially in, like, Persona 5, uh, you know, you have to kind of go to hard mode to, to experience, like, what normal mode is in these games. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, the difficulty is definitely notable in the, in the Shin Megami Tensei games, and they're, they're really well known for it. I think it's, like, you know, people who like the series are always, like, quick to say, like, this is such a, a hardcore game, it's going to smash you down. It's, like, it comes with some prestige. <laughs> It comes with some prestige, but, um, yeah, I, uh, I think as, as now I'm getting older, as I'm becoming an adult, as I'm turning into an adult, <laughs> um, Finally. I, really? <laughs> I, I have, uh, become really disillusioned with the Persona series because it's always centered around high schoolers and it, yeah. it's mm. getting, it's getting the social aspects. I really enjoy the social simulation aspects of Persona, but but now as I'm I'm getting older, I'm really liking the really heavy, like there's some dark shit going on in Shin Megami Tensei games. And I'm yeah. I'm like I'm really vibing with that atmosphere like a whole lot more. Just just in in uh in atmosphere wise, you know. I, I feel like uh the stories maybe in Persona are a little more developed in a way. Um I mean because it's such a rigid game, you're on a fixed schedule, you know. So it's like really yeah. super story based. But this game the story is almost like they spend a lot of time in persona like the runtime for persona 5 i think is probably you know roughly double what it mm. is of shin megami tensei 4 and a lot of that is probably just cut scenes and mm -hmm. you know uh you, you might call it filler content running around uh just hanging out with yep. your pals and you know you don't have that fluff in this game and texting mm -hmm. texting your friends all the time and that, that took up a lot of time mm -hmm. just like real life no yeah yep yep just like real life uh there's um the combat as well um what do you guys think about the the press turn system mm, the a smt staple of the, yeah. the main lines mostly mm -hmm. it, was got, it was weird yeah go ahead michael uh it was, it was an adjustment at first where i i had seen it when I'd watched, uh, I'd watched one of the games before be played, and I, I had noticed it then. But actually experiencing it, it, it felt really off initially. Mm -hmm. With like when you miss a hit, you lose like what two two turns. I think mm -hmm. it's two, yeah. Mm -hmm. You lose two, and then uh, you got blocking and repelling and stuff. Yeah. There's yep. there's a lot to manage with your passing turns. uses half a press turn, and. Yeah, it's it's interesting because the game doesn't really tell you any of that. You just kind of have to notice. Yeah, it. that's true, isn't it? Figure yeah, out smirks. Yeah, you get the smirks. Smirks. Part now. It's 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 cool. I think that's cool because the the press turns, the when you miss, you know you miss because those press turns are like <laughs> yeah. you sh they shatter in front of your eyes. When you pass, it like the press turn starts pulsing. Like you're like, oh, okay, did I use half of it? Like it's 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 a really visual visual and auditory sort of learning experience for those press turns i really really like press turns uh as far as battles go um because it, it it just seems a lot more it's it's a lot more free 
to to set things up whereas you know in games in more traditional role-playing games your your four guys get a turn and then the enemies get a turn or whatever yep. yeah um i really liked the strategy of like setting up multi-turn things like passing as certain guys to buff my other guys to do a big hit uh the strategy of of the battles is is really well realized with the press turn system i think it, it also made me play more cautious too because i was so worried that I would hit like a drain or mm. a repel or something, a block, even anything that would just ruin my turn and could almost, uh, you know, cause a death. Yeah, it's one single, like I mentioned earlier, one single mistake, even no mistakes can mm -hmm. lead to a whole total party kill. Because it plays the other way around, too. They want to try and put you kind of on a, uh, you know, a somewhat realistic level playing field with even the bosses and regular enemy encounters they can mm -hmm. get extra turns off of you if you're not careful about how mm -hmm. you form your party and play out your moves and you're just gonna get your ass kicked if yeah. you if you let them uh exploit your weaknesses and get more turns mm -hmm. um so the game is based you can go it's like there's uh little nodes little guys little little figures running around you can attack <laughs> them no. get into get into a battle you can recruit these demons to your team uh you know there's a bunch of different elements you know fire water or fire ice whatever uh, electricity and wind all your basic jrpg shit all your basic bullshit yeah your basic bullshit that you know yeah um and all of these have different strengths and weaknesses. Like, you know, the enemy can exploit your weaknesses to certain elements, and you can exploit the enemy's weaknesses to certain elements. So that becomes the biggest push and pull in a combat thing where you're just trying to exploit the enemy's weaknesses to get more turns. Because when you hit... Yeah, if I, did we mention that? Hmm. When you exploit weaknesses, you get more press... Or you, oh, like, yes. use a free... You, like, you, you get a free press turn in a way. Right, I don't know. Yeah, you get a, you get a half turn if yeah. you manage to hit a weakness. You get a critical hit. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then you smirk, which is another interesting uh, mechanic, which uh, further adds to the strategy. Uh, depending on if one of your guys smirks, you might want to rearrange what your original plan was to buff that guy's attack so he'll get a bunch of damage, or you know. It's just, you know, it's a game where you're constantly having to think. You have to be present for each battle. It's not a game where you, you know, you fuck around and, like, half pay attention. Because it mm -hmm. will punish you for it. Very punishing. One, mm -hmm. sometimes I'd start autoing battles and I'd get immediately penalized. <laughs> where uh, my party just wipes instantly. Someone does, like, blight. Whole party dies. Blight. Yeah. Unfortunate. Gotta keep yeah. active. It's a different mm -hmm. flavor of the uh, once more, one more, whatever it's called in Persona. Mm -hmm. it, you know, it, it serves mostly the same purpose, but it, yeah, especially with smirking, there are emergent strategies that, that play off of that that you can't really do in uh, Persona or really any other JRPG that I've played. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the combat system... I really I love it. And you know, they there there are some faults. You know, the game is uh it has a lot yeah, of freedom. Speak speak from your heart. Okay. Yeah, come on. Uh you guys probably know. I mean, let's just let's dive into the combat. Let's get into the nitty-gritty here. Okay. Game, let's let's start talking about the combat. Time to start start time to start talking about the combat. <laughs> uh okay. Where to start? So, I mean, there's you so many smirking. layers. 
Yeah, smirking. Do you want to start with smirking? Because mm. that, I don't, I want to just say before we start talking as though we know everything that there is to know about this combat, that I'm kind of, I'm kind of a bumbling idiot. I still don't even really know how smirking works exactly, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It, I yeah, think it's, it's random if you get it or not when you exploit a weakness or, you, you know, someone misses you, you have a chance to get it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or repelling. you critting. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. if you repel you just can you can get it and it gives you a bit of an improvement to your next uh turn you know Mm. and that could be wasted if you use like a buffing skill or you use an item you know your smirk is going to go away you're not going to get anything out of it yeah but i don't know the the total values i don't know exactly how to play around it perfectly it's a little strange yep me neither I, i don't know that stuff either this is all speculation did it increase crit um, rate too, or did you get yeah. crits for yeah, it? Was it an automatic an crit? I crit felt rate. like I did. It's, I don't think it's a hundred percent, but I, it's not. I definitely think it's increased. It's a oh, hundred. No. I think it's a hundred percent, or at least like ninety something, ninety-five percent in Apocalypse, the sequel to this oh, game. Okay. They changed how smirking works a little bit in that game, but uh, mm-hmm. it's like I think it's a guaranteed crit all the time in, in Apocalypse, but in this game it's not. Uh, but it is increased damage, increased hit rate. Um, and increased evasion rate when you're smirking as well. Yeah, oh my gosh, when a boss would get a smirk, it's oh, like, yep. just shut your whole turn down, dude. You're not going to hit that guy. Especially yep. when it's your ally, your little ally party member who buffs him up, hits him with something he drains or repels, and then he gets smirked, and then he decimates your team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I it's... really love those uncontrollable mm. AI teammates. It's good, mm. it's good. Yeah, yeah no, the... Uh... Yeah, smirking is... It, it's it's interesting it's it's something that yeah constantly changes your strategy and it's it's something that it's you are always hoping for but you could just never attain when you when you want it but um mm-hmm. there are you know your demons you level up your demon companions that you get and when they hit when they learn every skill that they can they can whisper, they can demonic whisper skills to you to learn. Mm. And um, that's kind of how you build your character. You also allocate stats when you level up between uh, strength, dex, magic, agility, and luck, right? Five yep. stats. Correct. Um, so you build your character and your team around, you know, your weaknesses in a way. Like my guy, I built strength. What did you guys, what did you guys do? I went magic. Magic boy. I gotta say, I uh, we we built pretty much the same. You know, strength I, boys. I did strength. Hell yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. strength boys. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. that was a secret. I was really curious. Yeah, yeah I was keeping did. that. I was keeping that close. Sometimes yeah. he'd call out a move or something like, "Oh, did you learn uh, javelin rain?" And I go, "No, mm-hmm. I gave that to uh, Minotaur." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I th- I found that was really. A fun and interesting way to learn skills for your your player mm-hmm. your character Agreed. it was mm-hmm. it was cool to sort of plan and constantly feed in uh moves to your demons because then when they max their levels or whatever when they max when they learn all the max skills then they uh they give your skill a plus which lowers the M- mp cost and i think it makes it stronger too yeah i yeah, wasn't I'm not sure. sure about that but i would probably agree i think that's what happens i hope so, so. you you're rewarded for kind of recycling the same moves because then it strengthens your character's moves. And I thought that was really, really cool and, and, and fun. Fun fun way to build the yeah. character. I kept a fodder of demons that I would uh, just keep giving 
moves to that I wanted to keep leveling up that I would never use them for, just just mm-hmm. to keep the moves leveling up for me. <laughs> keep was, them in the pool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a lot of layers to the to the. It's a pretty complex game. Um, you can really get in depth with how you fuse your demons and how you build your party and how you build your your main character. And I think it's it's interesting. Like you, your weaknesses and strengths are also never solidified because they change with your equipment. So if you find yourself uh, fighting a boss who's like, "Hey, what's up? I uh, I have a lot of Zeo attacks," and you're you're weak to the lightning attacks, then you could just like you'll probably die. You'll probably lose the boss fight. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. when you reload, you're like, "Oh shit, that guy has Zeo. I'm gonna switch to something that's resistant to Zeo. I'm gonna change my my coat." Change, nope. put, put on a new, put on a new pair of coat. A different, a different color of coat. <laughs> yeah, I did that and a decent amount. Yeah, it's, it's. It, I thought it was pretty cool because it's, it's pretty free form. You know, you have a. There's no rigidity. I think you're always, you all, always nullify light. Oh, uh, there were some late game ones that didn't. Okay. But for the most part, yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd really love the combat system a lot. I'm, I'm. I'll come clean right now. You know, part of the reason that I I chose this game as my personal pick, Shin Megami Tensei Four, mm-hmm. is because guess why? Is it's because because of Isabeau? Isabeau. Yep. Yep. Mm, it's because of Isabeau, it. the cute waifu character Isabeau. No, it's because Shin Megami Tensei Five is coming out on the Switch sometime this year, hopefully. Oh. What? And you know what? Maybe that's going to be my next personal pick, or you know, I'm 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 going to be pushing for that on the podcast too because. SMT five, SMT five. As the first yeah. guest, I'll advocate for your cause. Yes, yes, good. <laughs> I'm that's, not going to speak getting you brownie to, points mm-hmm. to SMT five just yet. Although yeah. I'll, I'll hold those cards in my chest for now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I can see where you're coming from. It's a good setup. Yeah, it's a good lead in. I think you know SMT five is probably going to get more attention than yeah. all the previous uh, SMT games, and you know thanks to Persona five probably as well. So. It's good, good to get some, some experience off. in. I'm hoping that uh, that it kind of breaks out into the into the into the spotlight, just like Persona, because this is this is it. You know, they got all the makings, all the makings for it for the potential of a breakout into into the mainstream. You know, it's on the Switch. Everyone always begs for Switch games. Don't I don't know why, mm-hmm. but it's on the Switch. It's like it's coming in. After Persona has gained all these, you know, follower, all these fans, and you know, maybe they're looking for the the. They're like, oh, this game, this game's related to Persona. They made they made Persona, and then they made these, and then they'll go and play Shin Megami Tensei, and they'll love it because it's they'll go, like, holy shit, this game's way cooler and better than Persona. They'll say, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, I can see that. So one thing I was really confused about with combat, or at least I never fully understood it, was who, like, how you got initiative in the fight, especially the random, like, the boss fights. Mm-hmm. Was it just completely random, or was there a hidden stat at- attached to it, or was it relying on agility? Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure about that, but it would change sometimes, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'd be running fights. fights all the time, and sometimes, you know, and that would change the course of the fight, potentially. Yeah. If you get to go first or if they go first. Yeah. I'm not I'm not too sure if it's like a random dice roll or what, but it but it yeah, I remember going into some boss fights and they would get first move and just wipe 
yep. my my guys out and then I would reload and then I would get the first move and I'd be like, okay, there's a chance. There's a chance to win. But I don't know what it was contingent on because it didn't seem to be a, a, a you know, attuned to your agility stat because it would, you know, it would change. It yeah. Would change. That's, that's what made me just so confused by it or if it, that it felt like it was just random because mm-hmm. it was so irritating where I could get far in a fight when I go first and then other times, yeah, just get party wiped immediately. Yeah. Agility and luck were kind of a little vague in their exact uh, uh, efficacy, you know, what they did. Um, yeah, I'm right there with you, though. Same experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, luck. Uh, I didn't know what else it did other than increase crit rate and maybe item drops or money drops or something, but I I don't know for sure. I can't confirm. I really... Mm. If I could go back... If I could go back in time to when we first started playing, I wish I would have built decks. I wish I would have went decks, mm. man. Yeah, that seemed like it would have been interesting because it's not something you can really utilize that much, in, mm-hmm. you know, in in other kinds of games like a gun, a gun yeah. build. It just sounds cool. And you know? yeah, this this one has the cool like ammo types, and you could change. Yeah, this game you, supports it like well. Yeah. yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's the same in Apocalypse. There's, I think Apocalypse, from what I remember, it seems to improve pretty much every single thing that this game started. And by that logic, I'm assuming that SMT5 is going to be awesome. I'm really hoping it's going to be really good. Um, mm. Combat-wise, there's a lot of improvements. Fusion-wise, there's a lot of improvements. It, it, it's, it's great. Yeah, if there's something that I complain about and it's fixed in, in Apocalypse, or, or in fact they make something worse, mm-hmm. I'm very <laughs> curious to know. Very, very curious, because that does kind of portray the future of the series you know what can we expect in smt5 i really don't know you can look at uh like persona how they've improved they like they've just keep improving the combat i think it's the same with smt so i pretty i have high hopes for smt5 that it's just going to be only more streamlined and and fun and, and interactive and and fast and good you know hmm like mm, just looking good. at only SMT4 and Apocalypse like those didn't even those aren't even like uh, Apocalypse almost feels like a DLC in a way. I know it's a whole separate sequel to the story. Okay, maybe it's like Final Fantasy 10 and Final Fantasy 10 too. It did, mm. like it's it doesn't seem like it's a whole sequel or anything or like a mainline sequel, but it's enough of like, you know, they improve and change things around to to warrant a, a full release of a game rather than like a dlc chapter or something okay that's interesting but it's it's good it's good right whatever and I, you I say actually smt it. fan i played smt apocalypse way more i think i put 100 hours into that game Oof. or maybe it was 100 80. hours yeah no <laughs> i was i was level 100 actually hold on hold on okay i lied Uh-oh. it was only it was only 63 hours Jade but I was lied. level 100 on war difficulty, hard difficulty. Similar to your actual save My... file on your your original save file on SMT4. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Around yeah. the same amount of hours. And you know, I'm sure you had more experience. You just knew your way around better at that yeah. point, so you could reach a higher level. Yeah, it was good. It was a good game. But yeah uh combat wise what else what else should we touch on i I think we need to 
You know, I was thinking about the the gun, the dex build type idea, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something kind of uh, kind of off-putting about it initially, I think, because mm-hmm. you don't you don't get the gun right away, right? Yeah, yeah. it's kind of a uh, you know, I, I guess it's early enough in Naraku, but but still, like, it's a I think bit it's of about a, ten hours in, right? right? Yeah, if you don't it know there's a gun, ten hours, yeah, you might just build strength and go, "What's the use of this stupid dex skill? I don't need this. Yeah. There's no gun." Yeah, you definitely could recover your build at that point, but you know. In a game like this, you probably want to be at least to a degree min-maxing like mm-hmm. your your stat allocation, mm-hmm. I think. And and the weird thing with your stats in this game is you can just go over the cap on the bar in the stat screen, that. so I don't know why there is like a bar in the first place. <laughs> Does it keep going? That's a, I, I had that, and I wanted to ask about that because I was concerned if I kept going past 200 was it still counting or is it like it dilutes the effect where you're not getting as much that's a great question it probably has no idea it probably has diminishing returns i'd imagine Mm. you know yeah you would expect that it's just strange there's no indication they they highlight the bar in this shimmering blue color and it's pleasing to look at and you go ooh, i'm very powerful now but it makes you just keep putting all your points into it it makes it feel finalized with that blue bar. It's like, oh, you're done. That's what, that's how I took it. I mm-hmm. kept dumping all my points into my main stat. I, I had I did a almost, little bit, but I almost 300 into my main Ooh. stat by the end when the cap on the bar is 200. Hell yeah. I went to 210. But then I did yeah. agility and luck a lot. So mm-hmm. I got those pretty high yeah. up. Those were my other stats. I don't know the specifics. It's another slightly strange obscure obfuscated yeah. thing in the game yeah not it's not really it doesn't handicap you too much but yeah especially when you think about trying to get your stats done just right at the very start of the game when things feel kind of scarce it's it is a bit of a a tough sell to switch up and go decks right away yeah yeah i mean there's uh you can learn gun skills from demons but that's the only the only way the mm-hmm. only uh, piercing or gun skills you get. The only way to do any damage with decks at that point. But don't yeah. gun skills still build off strength to an extent? Because I thought, I remember reading them and they said they would also scale off strength. I think they might. Or some of them do at least. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure about that either. But yeah, it, As a magic boy, I've got no clue. It seems mm-hmm. it seems like my whenever I'd use gun skills, it would do a lot of damage. So I assumed, you know. Yeah, probably scales a little bit. Yeah, Uh, you know they've got all this gear in the game too, and it's weird that I think we discovered late into all of our playtime that the weapons you get only affect your basic skill, your your just basic attack, basic shoot. It doesn't affect your skills, skills, Mm -hmm. damage. Which you know, there's there's almost no point where you're probably going to be using your regular attack or your regular shoot if you're going those builds right like yeah. you're, you you have your, your main character has a lot of mp compared to demons mm-hmm. so you you can usually spare that for skills and so you probably never will use those and it kind of makes the equipment a little bit redundant feeling yeah the i could see the use for the guns because they have different ammo types and i guess maybe yeah. weapons have different effects sometimes like Some they can put enemies bit. to sleep but other than that there's no no, no use. I never really basic attacked unless I was auto attacking. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That was the only use for him when I was autoing. 
And mm -hmm. going back to that MP thing, the MP surplus, you can also get app points upon leveling up. Mm. Oh, yeah, and you can buy these little apps that that can give you super cool bonuses and stuff uh, outside and inside combat where uh, one of them is that you recover MP as you run around, just like out in the world. Mm -hmm. yep. So Love you can one. just go ham on your skills and then just run around in between fights and then you're at full MP again. Yeah, yeah that really, once it's you get strong. that, it, it's fairly costly mm -hmm. for the for the early, early game. But yeah, once you get it and you get, you can start clearing fights in like one one move from your main character. You kind of just you you fall on your own autopilot for a little yeah. bit against the basic encounters. Definitely. Did you speaking of good. apps? Did you guys have any like specific app kind of builds you did? Because I felt like I had an app build I went for from the start. Uh, I'm, I, I'm curious to hear about yours probably right away then because I don't know yeah, if I, you go first. Yeah, sure. So mine right from the start of the game, I knew I wanted to be you know scouting, recruiting a ton of demons. Mm -hmm. so i went for all those scout bonuses like where it lead it, they ask for less when when you're negotiating with them to recruit them oh yeah and you also got money you got items from them and it just it i think it improved the chances of them accepting as well one of like expert scout oh yeah and you can um mm. you can like isn't there different negotiation types too like you can uh, ask you could fundraise and ask for yep. money Right, I didn't yeah, do yeah. those ones, but I also did demon lingual, so you could talk to those demons who spoke in uh, non-English. And I letters suppose. and characters yeah. and numbers and shit. Mm -hmm. In beeps. Yeah. I, that was an early pickup for me, too, to be fair, but I did, was definitely not going a, a scout build. Did that really made it easier to recruit? Yeah, yeah, it did. I, I failed much less negotiations after I started getting those. Especially because they ask for less, so I kind of I kind of did a system where because when they'd ask for maca, initially they'd ask for ridiculous sums, mm. and then they start asking for like a couple hundred, and I'd give it to them, and then when I recruited them, I'd get like a thousand back. So I was just remaking <laughs> the money I gave them. The demon wow. bank. Yeah, they give me <laughs> the items demon too. Stock market. They kept giving me items, and I'd go sell them. It was a system, yeah. and it worked. That's cool. That's really interesting. Yeah, I, I certainly didn't do that. I probably had more of a basic app build. Um, but at the end, what saved me is building or just spending all my app points on the uh, diffusion ceiling upgrade. Mm. Your level, <laughs> the level cap upgrade, and that made me, you know, able to build some of the end game demons when I wasn't high, high enough level to do so. And that I really did, saved me at the end. I did that at the very end too. <laughs> yeah, I finally good. went into that. I also got my stock, my demon stock, all the way up. Yeah, you guys were some fusion boys. Yeah. You guys were some fusion oh, yeah. boys. I spent a lot I'm... of time in the Cathedral of Shadows. Mm. I jumped in on those. I I got the fusion discounts and a lot of stock those really two. early. That was probably my build was just having a lot of different varied demons in my party. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, did you guys swap demons out in the middle of combat a lot? Only if they die. Yeah. I, I swapped. I swapped fairly often. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because it, swapping only takes half a turn too. It's like not much of a punishment, really. That's I like that. Yeah, especially if that demon didn't have an available move that was really useful. 
or you just thought, oh, um, I have somebody with a weakness on my team, but I can counter that if I just quick swap to somebody who repels or blocks that weakness. So if they try to do like a a big move that covers your whole team, then it's just going to backfire on the enemy. Mm. You know, that was a tactic I used a lot. Yeah. That's good. Um, yeah, the... I really liked the fusion. I like fusions. Like, looking back at SMT3, uh, did you guys know you can't even choose what skill to pass? What Ugh. skills to pass on between fusions? Isn't yeah. that It's kind up? of like that in a, in, in Persona up. 3, too, isn't it? Yeah, Where it is, isn't it? It's, it's random, but you can back out. Yeah. And then you just select it again, and you just hope it's rolling the correct set of stuff that you want. It's just kind of an annoying, tedious thing. Sounds yeah. Is sure. it like that, or is it straight, you just confirm it, and you get random shit? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's been a long time since I tried to play that game, and I remember getting lost early on. So, hmm. I mean, yeah, that's I'm kind of a shitter. I'm waiting for that HD. I think, for these, for these games, is to let you actually manage your builds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's essential like for any sort of strategy and like or planning ahead it's just it's so fun it can be pretty rewarding but yeah it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of time to fuse and a lot of thinking and uh you know sometimes and we ain't got no time to think we ain't mm-hmm. got no time to think that's that's kind of the mid fest man uh, motto mid fest <laughs> mantra that's yeah. our motto now <laughs> the mid fest mantra is ain't got time to think Got I no got games to, to play. It's a strong motto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the, the, the fusion thing, I just wonder, okay, you know, we all took down our uh, our play times. We all took down our system mm-hmm. info, our play logs. Um, should, we, should we start? Don't make me do it. Please. Should we start revealing? Should we start opening uh, ourselves up? I had, a, uh, I had one more thing about the fusions I wanted to say. Oh, yeah, sure. Just... Uh, where some of the demons you're building, especially the special ones, it's it kind of like required a precognition to know what those specials would be building into. Because <laughs> like yeah. the jacks, I I really I made a lot of the jacks. They had a couple specials: Frost Ace, uh, mm. what was it King Frost, King Frost, mm. and but, Black Frost. Yep. But the first couple are magic based, like Jack Frost oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Pyrojack. Yep. They're magic. And then when you're building like Frost Ace and Black Frost and King Frost, they're all physical. So going into them, I had magic skills because they were magic types. And then these other ones, just they're all strength built and I have nothing for them. Yeah. So it's like you have to know. Just with demons in this game. is, But yeah, I guess specifically specials because the other ones, you can just do whatever. You can just not do it. But these require explicit demon specific demons exactly and so if you didn't like you would have had to fuse your own jack frost out of other shit to get an ideal one for that it it is a little strange mm-hmm. it's just it yeah. just felt off just felt off to me yeah it's, i agree it is that's a big problem i think is oh boy the fusion the, it, it it's all linked the fusion and combat there's yeah, some it, there's some big it is. there's some big things that we gotta bring up at some point, but I just wanted mm. to get into um fusions just via brief. it's a very in depth topic for sure. Mm. Yeah. So I wanted to get into this playtime real quick. Yeah, yeah. Let's and then we'll get back play. into the fusions. Because I'm curious about how much time you guys put in into fusing. Into just fusing, huh? 
and time well, spent in the cathedral of shadows oh, time spent in the cathedral of shadows uh and your total play time okay i had probably the longest play time and i don't know about cathedral of shadows but <laughs> all out myself uh oh, i ended with this is okay hold on i'm i'm this is gonna be who's gonna win yeah yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping who's I, gonna win? I, I ended the game with a total of 82 hours mm-hmm and my Cathedral of Shadows time was 14 hours, 47 minutes. Ooh. Okay. Damn. Naughty, naughty. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. Okay. So here's mine. My total play time was 71 hours and 45 minutes. Right? Okay. And mm-hmm. then my time in the Cathedral of Shadows was a mere 13 hours, 13 hours and 12 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> A mirror. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You got a stronger ratio there. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, so I, I kind of went on a technicality, right? Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you win if you want that prize. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm not super uh, uh, happy about the amount of time I spent in the cathedral alone. Cathedral of Shadows Master. How about you, Jade? All right, so we got the two virgins here spending all their time playing mm-hmm. SMT. <laughs> Then Chad, Chad Jade comes in, 44 hours of playtime. Struggling beat with the, the game. game so much beat because the game he's not handily, Beat the game handily on stream. Usually died maybe once to bosses. Just one time. <sighs> then I killed him the next time. Pathetic. Uh, then uh, five hours. <sighs> A measly five hours. How many in fusions the, did you do? Game. How many fusions did you do total? Uh, 50. 50 yeah hmm. a third my time and half my fusions <laughs> how many did you do wow. cole how many fusions did i you had do? 106 106 ah here yeah i had 193 holy shit what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> i was uh i was a fusion master i'm telling you yeah, i kept coming back uh now this this is kind of leading in i wanted to talk about this because i was just wondering this is going to be kind of an interesting question. Is it? Do you guys think it's worth it to fuse that much? Yes. Mm. Yeah, you do. Easy. Okay. I filled um, out my compendium so much. Yeah, you were like a gotta catch them all sort of player. Yeah, it was fun. Mm. It was fun seeing all the different types, mm-hmm. building all these different demons, seeing all their moves. I feel like I got a lot of strong moves early on yeah. because of that. It, you're definitely rewarded for preemptively, preemptively fusing, and uh, and getting getting good skills that way. But yeah, I was just I don't know because I always find myself wanting to fuse, but I ju- it just never it's so I just never know if it's worth it, and I I usually don't have a problem with with beating the game. Uh, and and you know still getting demons that I want and like and skills that I want you know w- you know without having to fuse for a, a, a good chunk of my playtime. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know I, I have been thinking about this because it, I I don't think it's worth to fuse that much mm-hmm. uh, because the game does get. Well, there's a lot of reasons. The game does get way easy if you fuse, and you know if that's, that's what fair. you want. If mm-hmm. you know that that's up to you to decide on an individual level, but then there is that uh, precognition. Um, if it's your first blind playthrough, 
you don't know what's coming. You don't know what's possible. You know, a lot of times I'd have two great demons that would go together. Their skills would match up perfectly, and they made something that just would not take advantage of it at all. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't, you you don't know what's coming. Uh, sometimes you'd get a new skill that just makes old ones redundant, like that you've been using for so long. You just get one that's better, replaces maybe even two skills. So spending too much time at any you know like tier of demons within the game, I, I don't think it was worth it. There, there's a good balance to be had, I think. Yeah, and it was definitely less fusing than what I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's interesting, Michael. Because if you enjoyed the uh, the collection aspect, like you know, that's perfectly fine. I was just curious if, like, combat-wise, you know, what what that means for for a player, if it's if it's worth it. Because I felt like I I I did really minimal fusing. I feel, and I yeah. just didn't have a lot of difficulty with the game and i just didn't you know i'm just curious about you are kind of a god to your gamer i'm chad, a little bit of chad, you said. I'm a chad, gamer. Bit of chad gamer yeah and you've played bit. the game before so you've I've had the like game. i think you were using like a guide too when you were playing this a guide last one it sounds like uh, he no, had that I precognition was, i no, i was not using i used my photographic memory to recall instantly <laughs> what every guy was weak to i saw no, you I didn't, up I didn't that use ign guide. guide that one time <laughs> did I did I use an IGN yep. guide on stream? Yeah, I sent it to you. Put it in chat. Oh yeah, you did. It. Fuck, mm-hmm. I used. All right, I did use a guide. <laughs> I did Got use him. a guide. Got him. Got. But I did not when when it really truly mattered. What was the guide even on? What was that? What was? Do you remember? Uh, what? It was just some stupid. <laughs> it was just something stupid. And I yeah, said, "Quick, joke. I'll send you a guide," and then I linked it right away. Shit. Well, I didn't use a guide to beat the game and and make Merkaba my my little bitch at the end <laughs> yeah um but yeah uh fusing also uh kind of shoots itself in the foot i think because i don't know if you guys ran into any enemies that any yeah. boss enemies if you're too good if you're too good at fusing you get punished for it mm-hmm. uh, because certain bosses will just outright use all their turns to just kill you and uh, I think it also works on certain abilities too. Like that'll it'll trigger whether they're gonna just kill you outright or not. But, I had um, that experience a few times. Yep, I only had it once. Yeah, it's 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 really really strange because <laughs> you're not really rewarded for being creative and building a team that can repel or drain elements or building a team to perfectly counter a guy. You're punished for it, which is. Mm-hmm. Interesting, and I remember this uh, Beelzebub, Cole. I'm sure oh you know. My God, I'm sure yes. you know Beelzebub in the neutral route. Uh, when I first played the game, uh, I got the the neutral route, um, and Beelzebub, he's fucked. He's fucked up. Uh, yeah, if you build the a team, fight. it's so hard. So when you first fight him, it's really difficult. Then I'm like, all right, time to build a team to counter him. And guess what? Then he starts his uh, Megidolaon spam to kill you instantly. Mm-hmm. So you have to build a team that's like just strong enough, but still takes damage and doesn't get killed instantly. And it's just it's really counterintuitive to to what fusing to what makes fusing fun. Yeah, I don't understand that thought process at all, and it's it's not really clear either because they don't 
you know, it's not like a, a move that just says, uh, you're winning too much. It's just a regular move yeah. that's in the game naturally. They just decide to spam it. So sometimes you see it right off the bat. I know there was a boss in the uh, the neutral, probably also the law route, hmm. where one. I just started, I started and I put, I just debuffed him on the first turn. And then he immediately clears it and then he just starts spamming uh, almighty skills. And I was like, okay, that's just regular moves. But no, it turns out that's just what happens if you debuff them. No, no real indication other than once you realize it's happening over and over. Weird. Hmm. Yeah, it 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 feels. It, on one hand, it's really funny because it's like they can kill you at any time. Mm-hmm. Uh, d- yeah. e- even you know, just <laughs> unprompted. They, they have the use, means. They have the means to kill you at any time that they want. But the fact that. Yeah, there's no telling. There's no way to be like, hey, punishment move, uh, ultra death burst or something like that to instantly kill. It's just a, a regular move like three times in a row. There's no way to yep. live through it because, you know, attacks do so much damage. And it's it's just really weird. And I think that's what happens with uh, Tetra Karn and Makara Karn as well. And those are the, mm-hmm. the physical and magic repel skills because I remember fighting Merkaba and putting... Tetrakarn, the physical repel. And then Merkaba used uh, Shalt Not Resist or whatever. And it did damage to all my guys and like a big chunk of damage and he, he used it over and over again. But then when it was using that same move, it was only hitting like one or two of my guys for like half the damage. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's not clear. It's strange. So, yeah, I didn't have an experience quite like that, but I had one side quest boss who was for sure punishing me like that. Hmm. But I just kept banging my head against the wall. I refused to change my party. (laughs) Yes. uh, I think it was about 10 tries or so it took. And uh, I was able to trick him. I tricked him with Tetracarn, and he'd smash into the physical repel. And then I obliterated him. I love that. I really... That Tetracarn got me through, like, the whole... So much. It's so good. Yeah, it's was... it's interesting that it's not really <laughs> like bosses will just I don't even know. There's no it's just funny how easy it is sometimes. It's broken. It's it's, broken. it's straight up way too strong, I think. It's yep. really strong. Like that guy using occult flash every turn he would just use the same physical attack even though he had been getting killed. He's killing himself. Mm-hmm. He's just killing himself. I felt like a lot of bosses actually did that. That mm-hmm. was something I noted a lot where and I just kept abusing it because I don't yeah. care. I'll, if it's there, I'll abuse it. I had like mm-hmm. two or three party members who had Tetracarn and I would swap them off so they didn't <laughs> use too much MP. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's something weird because it's like I it mean, doesn't builds feel... It. it feels like if you know just even somewhat what you're doing, you can exploit the combat system yeah. in certain ways. But then it's also like sometimes you're it feels like you should almost be punished for it more often or there should be some sort of way that it's more balanced because yeah. having guys just instantly kill you for having that is is dumb as hell for sure but i don't know it's weird yeah yeah you know um it, it would almost be better if if those karn those repel skills were just even pricier than they are they weren't as accessible or they were limited to mirrors yeah um like the the items that Mm -hmm. you could use because yeah i mean it it just sounds like the game 
I, I stopped using him so early because it was clear you just win a fight by putting that up and letting guys kill themselves. And then maybe one fight I tried to use it at the end. Beelzebub. Nope, put it up. He just kills your whole team with <laughs> Almighty that bypasses it. Fuck yes. you. Yes. Yes. So I, I don't know. They they have their purpose in the game, and you're only allowed to use them when you're permitted. Very strange. Mm-hmm. I almost think it should be, uh, it's what, Dekaja that removes buffs, right? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. feel like that should be like a move they can use where it could strip off the shields too, besides oh, yeah. just buffs. Instead of yeah, just like annihilating you with Almighty. Yeah, that there should be much more that they can Yeah, it seemed like every boss had those too. Which is Late good game for sure. Yeah. And that's something else that can get kinda out of hand overpowered is if you put Luster Candy and just stack it three times and all your guys are <laughs> just immensely strong um and same with uh debilitating the enemy it's yep. cool that they have ways to counter that but they're definitely there's no way that they they're just they're fucking stupid when it comes to the uh the magic and physical repel skills i don't i don't get it like they yeah, can yeah. react to you buffing but not that like was... even if an enemy has a magic attack they'll still use basic attack and 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 it ends their turn as well they their whole turn is over and they hit themselves. It's just like a two, one-two punch. The best yeah. is uh, when they would use uh, like a party, a party melee attack, like a javelin rain or something. Mm-hmm. And they hit every. They make sure to keep going and hit every single one of your party members, and then it all reflects back and just. Oh man, it was great. And then they do it next turn. Yep, they do it next turn too. It's almost like you know that should be, a player should be controlling the, the bosses. <laughs> no, they they need to have better AI. I mean, I hope they I hope that they fix that stuff because there there should be more checks and balances for some of those overpowered abilities. Like that is insane. It's yeah, insane. If it took like a hundred percent of your MP or something, it might be a little more in line. I don't know. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's it's too good. I swear, it's too good. I agree, it's, it's too good. But it's it has a good, place in it... the game, but it's. It's not it, it's not in the right place. It should be maybe even just a single target. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that too. That would be good. Because then you'd still, you know, get don- get dunked. Your other guys would get bonked. They'd How get bonked and supposed to break bashed. the game then? <laughs> uh, it's not fair. By, you, by buffing yourself. Or specific time. skills that, that smash through it that aren't almighty, you know, like a physical yeah. skill that specifically goes through that shield or if they're use it's it's weaker than a regular ability but if they put up a a regular shield then you could crush it you know a little brick break mm-hmm. sort of thing yeah That'd they did that with the the law boss kind of where they put up a shield that repels like everything mm, uh, yep. but mm-hmm. is only you could break it by attacking with a specific element so i wonder you know hopefully they'll add more variety of stuff like that in, in smt5 because i mean in in a persona 5 they added new elements and stuff like that and new interactions between elements. So I'm really hoping that SMT5 kind of expands the combat system even more. Yeah, it's it's a nuanced issue. And hopefully the big brains getting all the big dollars over there have had all this time to think about it and what would be best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a few different things. Um, just encountering regular demons. Just not even bosses. It's funny how easily you could just die to regular demon encounters in this game like every fight is a boss fight in a way and then the boss fights are just cranked up to 11 yeah 
when we said one false move leads to your death, that's not exclusive to boss battles. That's just any regular fight that you could get into. Like, just, yeah, those guys with Blight right away, if they get a <laughs> yeah, turn... Yeah, you were and, having a hell of a time against those guys. That was, yeah, that was the lowest point. The, the lowest boys. point of my run was probably right around the Shinjuku area when I was just, I wasn't quite coming into my own yet. And I was like, if you let those guys have a turn, you're dead. If there's two of them, yeah. you're dead. There's no way. Yeah, it, you can... <laughs> You have to preemptively attack everything because if you let a guy get a turn before you, you could lose. Sometimes they'd summon reinforcements anyways and they'd mm. just get to go first. So, you know, there's there's no counterplay to that. There's no nothing you can do about it as far as I'm aware. Sometimes little tendrils would come up and grab you mm -hmm. inexplicably. Yeah. I have no idea what that's about. And then a horde of guys would say, what's up, fucko, and just <laughs> ambush you. Yeah, there were a ah, lot of... And you get a game over and get sent to Charon yeah. for the hundredth time and say, no, 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 let me load. How did right, you guys feel about that? There's a lot to unpack there, yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, the it's... Charon thing is fucking stupid. I hate mm -hmm. that. I really hate that there's just... it. It's no, no load game thing. And you have to sit through... You should be able to load your game from your last mm -hmm, save point yeah. from there. But I think it wants to emulate the... Uh, the classic uh, PS2 era things of getting booted out to the fucking main menu for some reason, even though you have to sit through dialogue first, it, it's just stupid. It's a, a time waster. Did yeah. you guys ever spend Maka on it? Once. Yeah, yeah. I think mm. a, a couple times at the very start. Never again. Yeah, yeah. That was about. I, I, a even thousand from the start, total. From the start, I didn't. I I think I spent once. Other than that, mm -hmm. I would just refuse and let myself die and yeah. <laughs> reload. I mean, there's sometimes, you know, it, it took a while for me early in the game to realize, oh, I have to save between every single fight uh, or I might get a <laughs> yeah. game over. Uh, so there were a couple times when I had made, you know, 10, 10 entire minutes of progress and then I'd get wiped by some bullshit and I'd say, please, Karon, bring me back to life. But then... You know, that, that issue lessens as the game goes on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Ooh, 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 ooh. Quick, quick segue that leads into, because, you know, that made me, just that stupid zone made me save all the time. How much did you guys save back on that play log? I saved a total of 408 times. Ooh, I got 387 here. <laughs> I was a maniac with it. I got 261. Yeah. 261. It's a you're saving a lot regardless. That's mm -hmm. the that's quite obvious. And yeah. you know what I, I found easier too than talking to him and saying no no no. I just mm -hmm. closed the game. I would close the oh. game and reopen it when I lost. I wow. found that I found it for myself at least faster to just reload the entire game and load <sighs> my save that way than talking to telling telling of how fucking obnoxious yeah. it is. Yeah, that's that's something wrong with the that's really signals that there's something wrong. I noticed how that unfolds. I noticed something too when I saw you play. You get to go to that scene faster the more you visit, right? Like it starts speeding up. You don't have that long intro. I just push a button. Push a button to skip it. Oh. Yeah, if you if you press the like X or whatever, the skip the fast dialogue button would skip the cutscene that leads into it. Mm. I don't know. I don't think okay. it showed up every time, either. The first few thing. times for sure. Yeah. 
you get some long-winded explanations as to how it works before you ignore it the rest of the game. Yeah. But I, I got caught in that loop because I, st I started ignoring it immediately. So every single time would be that long-winded. So it just reinforced my idea of got to close the game and reopen Quitting. it. Yeah, yeah. The... I yeah I'm I'm not I like the idea of that they offer you some sort of uh, uh, yeah, reprieve hmm. like it's it's cool and that it's also a uh, it's not free you have to pay you're punished by you know paying your your precious resource maka to to get revived hmm. um but the fact that you have to just sit there and talk to this dude like repeat his dialogue every time confirm two times that you don't want to pay or you do you know like it's so long-winded and in a game just, as hard as this it's an issue just because it gets in the way of people who don't want to use it yeah should be able to turn it off just say nope never do that yeah exactly I'll never yeah do that. just bring just boot me to the main menu if that's what you want boot me to the title screen yeah. for for as challenging as it is you know mostly fair challenge it, it, it's it's almost strange they they're nice. They tell you when you're about to go up against a boss or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you have the chance to back out of a lot of fights just to save beforehand, and you still get that bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Yeah, this game, you know, going back to the ambush and all of the reinforcement stuff, like, that, to me, is probably the most unfair that the game gets. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, everything, even the, the instant kill stuff, seems more fair more like the when you get when you just barely eke through an encounter and all of a sudden oh there's reinforcements and they get to go first then you just go <laughs> okay that's time to just i might as well just close my game now yeah. like there's that stuff there's no way to get there's no way to win there's You're just no counterplay in. there's no you can't do anything yeah yeah even if you have a strategy to survive and get through the boss the, the battle it, it's just it's basically telling the game being like, here's your game over. Here's your, you know, it, it, that's not fair. That's not balanced to me. And you know, the, the ambush, the guys that pop out randomly, um, you can counter those guys at least like you have, if you're, you know, quick, you can, you can strike one that's coming at you, but when you're grabbed by those traps or whatever, yeah. you're, you're fucked. Mm -hmm. It's, 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 uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's fucked. Yeah, it's fucked. Semi, <laughs> Semi-related, you know, this game, uh, it has the overworld interact with all the, the guys, you know. Um, it's not ran just random encounters. Mm. Uh, so they have, but they have their own little version of a Pokemon repel. You guys, I don't think you guys mentioned that you really used it, the Estoma Sword. Yeah, fuck Estoma Sword. Oh, fuck that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I didn't use it for a long time either, but, you know, late game, uh, especially in the neutral route, when you're going back to these low-level areas and it's just a, a straight-up waste of time to be entering into all these encounters, Estoma Sword was, was nice to have, but it requires you to still get that ambush strike on the overworld enemies, mm. right? And, and then it erases them if your level is higher. Yeah. But it, doesn't, it's, it still doesn't work or help you in the event that you have those ambushes where a bunch of guys come out because you can only hit one. So you still get stuck oh. in battle. And if those arms grab you, you can't swing your sword. Yeah. And I, I don't know. That, that was just a, a weird way to design their their way of ignoring fights that are almost 
exclusively a waste of time at that point in the game. I thought there should have been a better alternative. Yeah, you hit auto. I uh, did. I did a little uh, reading, uh, refreshing about SMT Four Apocalypse, mm-hmm. uh, just to see what had been improved. And uh, I never used it in that game, but a Stoma Sword is in Apocalypse Two, and it's in a big radius around you that instantly erases them. So that's yeah, see, good. Okay. It's a good that they. They address that. It works on the overworld too, but it doesn't say it does. Mm. It's just free on the overworld in SMT4, which is a very good thing. But, you know, by the time I learned that, it was long after I had wished I knew about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, are your, uh, what are your enemy encounters at? On back to the old play log. How many? How many <laughs> you know that play log? That play log. No, let's dive right back into that. I had a 2,271 encounters. Uh, 1,369. Mm. Oh, that's a surprising amount considering our, you know, the difference in our hours. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I think this is just a funny one. All right. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, I want to hear <laughs> successful recruitments and demon conversations. Oh, okay. For fa- no, I want to hear successful recruitments and failed recruitments. <laughs> actually, just those two. That's fair. Okay. Well, uh, you know, I was kind of the scout master, so. Mm. Maybe my, hopefully my rates are a little bit better. Yeah, I wanted, yeah. Uh, successful. I had 189 successful recruitments. Okay, okay. And 156 failed. So, you know, a little Ooh. over, you know, a little over the 50% margin. Holy shit. Yeah, that's that's a lot of recruitments in general. Yeah, I was, yeah. I'm a scoutmaster. Get my boys. I got to find mine here. I didn't write it down. That's funny because uh, mine, I have 64 successful recruitments and then mm. 61 failed. So it's just about half Ooh. for me, too. Okay. Holy shit. You guys are good at this game. I yeah. have 84 successful, 135 failed. Whoa. Whoa, okay. Yeah. See, the that require you know, we should talk about those. You In order mm. to recruit demons on your team, you have to go through seemingly random uh prompts your the demons uh prompt you uh they ask you a question you get three choices to to respond or you have to they they demand items from you or health or even your your demons lives they'll kill your demons <laughs> in your party um the yo can i have a bite of that hairy jack <laughs> i want that yeah hairy jack's <laughs> life yeah and, give me um, that yeah so it's it, I found it super fr- frustrating uh, this time around trying to, uh, it just felt like I had a long stretch where I was just talking to these demons and just, there's, I can't tell what the fuck that they want. What do they want? Mm-hmm. And it'll, they'll have like similar, like s- demons will have the same personality type, like the old man demon. Yeah. He's the old man archetype demon. And then you'll talk to a different one and you'll be like, dude, this old man, yeah, he likes beer. He likes alcohol. He wants he wants me to throw him a bottle of booze. And then the other one will be like, hey, fuck, fucking kiddo, I don't drink. I'm going to kill you. Like, it's <laughs> every, uh, it's almost a meme to me how, how <laughs> every time I look through the, the prompts, um, it'll how be like, this, how, how can, can they turn this on me and kill me? Or yeah, how, how can they turn this into a reason to kill me? <laughs> is is how i would how i would look at every prompt and then the one that just seemed the least likely that they would go hey you fucko you're dead you're dead meat 
like the the one the one where they're like hey over here dig and then the three <laughs> options <laughs> the three options are just dig 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 and yep, then yep. you go uh okay the last dig and then they go that's your grave and then they, kill, they start hitting you <laughs> <laughs> it's just like so funny how uh there's no consistency with those it feels like you have to for certain demons you really have to just try and choose every option between multiple encounters with that demon like <sighs> it's it's and hope that they ask the same questions yep. you know trial and error or lucking out sometimes it'll be the exact opposite where a demon will prompt you to do something like the dig the dig one for example uh the one demon was like hey dig and then i chose a dig a dig option and then he was like oh there's nothing there i feel bad for you i'm going to join your team he instantly joined my <laughs> yeah. team that yeah, was it it's weird it's, it's really weird i feel like uh persona 5 the conversation seemed you know a little more consistent the demon negotiation which they brought back for the persona series you know from smt which mm-hmm. is which is cool but uh, i'm really hoping you know hoping they keep ironing that shit out for the next game and i and you know uh they did improve some of that in apocalypse as well the negotiations if demons leave uh if they leave a negotiation they'll come back with like memory of the previous negotiation mm-hmm. that you try to do oh okay so if they're like i'm out of here or if they're like hey, see ya you'll run into them again and they'll be like hey what's up and you, you know, again you'll have a better chance thanks for all those bit. items you gave me <laughs> yeah that's the I'm funniest sure my thing. failed conversations speak for themselves but uh yeah fuck scouting and recruitment <laughs> and talking to demons just in general mm-hmm. because of how random it is i hate it i hate it so much yeah i didn't really i don't remember too much of it from persona 5 i don't think i really cared for it in that game that much but i didn't i didn't hate it as much as i do in this game yeah because it's a lot better implemented i feel in that game yeah i agree exactly uh, but it's less funny it's Those less are... funny you know, I guess the, the you... first times through is so funny all the creative ways they come up with like to turn to twist and turn what you say to kill you. I thought it, I don't know. I was I was I was losing it over that. It was hilarious. Yeah. In a certain light it is, but yeah, I got giving up items and then they say, "Thanks. See you later." <laughs> after like 10 <laughs> successful things that you did and they still like it doesn't matter how well you do. Mm-hmm. They just have a mind of their own. Well, some of them, if you give them, if you just say yes to everything, they don't like that either. So if you give they them don't everything like that, they want, yeah. they go, all right, oh, I got a ton of stuff. See ya. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. others, you know, you, yeah, you just got to say no to them sometimes. That was kind of the you gotta cheese Yeah, I, I started to do that too, but it, it, it ultimately never felt like there was a real strategy, which I think is a good thing. Because if you knew exactly how to manipulate the demons, it would be too easy, right? Mm. but but the level of randomness and the shit that they could do and get away with uh was just obnoxious yeah and it it wasn't like consistent either it wouldn't be like okay it's the question phase uh and now it's the the donation phase and then you know that is dependent on if you get the demon or not like it was like sometimes he would start off like hey let's just cut to the chase Uh, give me you know give me 1200 maka and i'll be your guy you know or sometimes it would be like you know, give me, I want that. And then I want a uh, soul gem or whatever the fuck, uh, life gem. Like it was just, I don't know. Hey, what do you think I want? Uh, item. No, you idiot. I don't want item, but I'll take an item. Thank oh you. God. Bye I bye. had that so much. <laughs> that one yeah, was frustrating. It, it's, it's, it's really weird. 
I really like the idea of negotiations, of demon negotiation to get him on your team, but this one, it, it certainly felt uh, just too randomized and not fun. It wasn't fun to negotiate with them. They should have more negotiation skills, kind of like the fundraiser and stuff that, like, I think there was that, that was in a Persona, right? You'd, you'd have, like, a yeah. second chance mm-hmm. if you fucked up a negotiation or have, like, a... I believe uh, that the Sun Arcana mm-hmm. had a lot of one. skills devo- <laughs> yeah, devoted to uh, conversations with demons in that game. And yep. in uh, Royal, I know you boys don't have this experience. but In Persona Crimson? Persona 5 Crimson? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crimson. My mistake. In Crimson, as you level up the team and level up their social bonds, if you fail a negotiation with a certain type of demon, usually their Arcana... Mm they'll step in and fix it and give you another shot to get it right hell yeah Hmm. yeah that's cool you know there should be more of that or just win it for you right there yeah this this one's just too random and you could really you could get a game over pretty easily from that too from answering the wrong prompt the prompt incorrectly and then they go time to die and they ambush you yeah yeah it's important to mention if you fail a negotiation and they just say nope see ya or stick around they'll you'll lose your turn Mm -hmm. and then they'll just kill you yeah they'll like that's that's the ridiculous thing is that if you fail and they go time to die you lose the rest of your turn and they get to go it's like (laughs) it's it's uh it's just too much of a punishment for for the for the easy recruitment like recruiting shouldn't be that punishing and even if they just leave the battle you lose half you lose half your turns Mm. yep yeah, it's it's nasty. It's nasty. It's mean. Yeah, they're, that's kind of one of the reasons I didn't want to negotiate too much. I would almost get into I'd get into a kill frenzy where I'd just get into new battles, instantly kill them in one turn, and I would just forget that negotiation was even a thing. <laughs> I had a I forgot this in my app build too. This was part of the scouts scout app build where uh, there was one for recruitments when you would scout a demon and it was successful they'd ask another demon who if like you were still fighting multiple demons they would ask that other demon if they wanted to join with them so Mm. you could get like a two for one wow and that would double the rewards too so i'd get money from that one i get an item from that one wow hell yeah that's that's pretty dope that's like that's a good that's an interesting build I'm, i'm glad that they had the app thing like i really liked that, that, those were some hard decisions, picking what apps to to go on. Like, you yeah. had the uh, the the Especially skill the MP decrease on your guys, the skill MP decrease on your on your demons, and the walking skill around s- regain. It, yeah, there's a lot. Skill slots. Skill slots for you, you and your what? demons. Five, five or four, I think it was. That's what you get initially. I think you get four, and then yeah. your basic attack. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh maybe not those are very important too to get early on because you want to be getting as many skills as possible yep yep you're just wasting oh and you can (sighs) there was also that stat increase the the demons Mm -hmm. get an extra stat point every time they level up in whatever stat like that seemed so important to get early on like just the reward like it's good i I got those ones uh, the, the stat increases but you know those seem more beneficial if you keep a demon for a long time, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. a little a little counterintuitive 
based on the fusion system and how they did all that so yeah yeah, mixed bag with those yeah but yeah getting your skills definitely top priority i agree skill slots skill slots now what Mm, let's see uh anything else about combat and fusions and stuff I assume we're not gonna go into demons just yet. Our like, our demon choices, uh, or some of our favorites. Yeah, maybe we, maybe we might as well. I mean, we might as well, honestly. Right. Like our end, our end game demons. Yeah, you know, I had some, I had some cool end game demons. I was real happy with. Are you happy with your demon choices? Huh? I mean, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Really. Um, kind of yeah. demons you packing, Mister Michael? Well, you know, I, I, as the fusion master, right? As, yeah, the, the fusion master, the fusion the, farmer, bring to the party. Uh, you know, I've, I saw, you know, some of you guys might have had a few similar ones, but uh, you know, I had the the legend, the one and only Metatron. Mm-hmm. He was built. He's strong as hell, resistant to everything, drains mm-hmm. physical. He's a he's a machine. And then I had Yonglong. Mm-hmm. And then I had, as a backup, as a backup to my main girl, Alice. She was the mm, long-term one. Yes. She was, she couldn't, she was the only one I kept for a very long time. She easily, probably my favorite demon in the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you I had s- Alice in your end game yep. party. That's wow. a great lineup. That's yeah. cool. Alice was there. And then as a, as a, you know, substitute, I had Angyo Ki. Mm-hmm. And That's, yeah. Yeah. And then the rest, you know, there was a few. There was Norn, uh, Maya, Lakshmi. Lakshmi. Mm-hmm. They were all just kind of, you know, after a battle, they would just heal up the party if they needed to or heal any poisons. They were mm-hmm. just the support line. But those were those were my main crew, and I was I was You're very happy. A, I was a very special fusion user, huh? Yeah, I had okay, and a, a build I had for a while too. On a lot of them was an energy drain. I don't know if you guys played around with that a lot. Mm, yeah. Mm-mm. But I, I loved love that energy drain. I wish I could I tried to use it on the the main character. And uh, you know, I, I wasn't building magic, so it didn't uh didn't yeah. have quite the effect, unfortunately. Scales of magic, that. I'm pretty sure. It mm. does. It does. So I had to get rid of it. But yeah, uh I'm a yeah. big advocate for that skill too, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, I had the Alice had that, you know, a ton of my ton of my Yes, dude, ones. yes. It was good I stuff. respect that Alice use because mm-hmm. she's like a level forty nine demon, and at the end of the game, you're like pushing eighty. Yeah, she yeah, got yeah. to seventy five at the end of the game, I believe. Yeah. Wow. That's she cool. Was, she was good. She was good. Debilitate, die for me. All Just... the classic Alice skills that I I think that we had very similar Alice. Yeah, I had mine at the end of the game too. What, yeah. You also Hell had yours in your yeah, endgame brother, party, brother Cole. I, I didn't. I wasn't actively using mine, oh, okay. but she was there, and had all those same skills that Michael mentioned, but probably mm. a, one or two were different. Mm. Chad Jade missing out on Fucking Alice. Confused Alice away. <sighs> Goodbye, yeah, that Alice. That was a mistake. I'm not a simp. You know, you only I'm not get the true for... ending in your own heart if you have Alice with you. Mm-hmm. If you guys, you know, if Alice, I mean, I, I like Alice. I think she's like one of the top, she's a top demon. Sure. But she's oh, not yeah. my, not my favorite. 
not my favorite demon. Maybe in that game for me. I don't know about overall though. Well, but. what was your favorite demon, Jade? Um, didn't make him this time, but I trumpeter is probably my favorite. Mm. My favorite demon. Oh yeah, and we don't even know. I never saw him. Yeah, me neither. In this I didn't game. see. I didn't see any of the uh, the death like pale rider or uh, night uh, mm, whatever. That's true. I, I didn't see any of those guys. I had pale rider on my on my back line fusion yeah, fodder. Usually he make usually like pale rider and and all the uh, all the other death like skeleton skelly boys make trumpeter <laughs> as a as a special fusion. I'm, I'm pretty sure. But, that sounds right. Yeah, I didn't see any of them in my game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me neither. Uh, but I really like Trumpeter. He's cool. But uh, you know, yeah. What were your yeah. What were you guys' demons looking like? What were your squads? I I didn't feel as connected to my party at the end here. They just kind of were tools. They were just <laughs> tools for me to win. I mean, the game kind of presents them as tools anyway. Yeah, that's this that's isn't true. A, this isn't a, po- a Pokemon feel good session. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had Metatron too. I had Lakshmi and Huang Long, and Huang Long was kind of a, kind of a letdown because he didn't do anything in the last battle. He was just a turn passer. He just passed his turn, but yeah, uh, he he got me through a lot of the early stats. battles. Hmm? Those demons that have the average stats, you know, they usually didn't, they didn't come out doing too much very yeah. often in my, my experience. Yeah. Yeah, you have to have those uh, focused, like, magic or strength-built demons to, like, really focus on. But, yeah, that was, like, an issue with Metatron, too, mm. was he was a strength guy, and none of my none of the guys that I fused to make him had any strength abilities. So I was like, okay, I'll just give you the mana gain and make you, like, a support guy. You're just he a... doesn't learn any. Yeah, That's he doesn't learn any. Yeah, what's up with that? I ended up somehow, luckily, with, uh, you know, since I fused my Hyung Long into him, mm-hmm. where he still had a heavy gun attack with charge and gun Paloroma. Oh, yeah. I guess I had, so, I didn't have charge, but I had the gun thing, too. That so. was the only thing physically I had going for him, so I made it work. Hell, yeah. Yeah, I, they were they were very efficient, efficient team, but, you know, I didn't have any of my favorites at the end of this game, and I, that's okay. Huang Long School. Huang Long School. I don't really, you know, it's time to come clean. I'm not a big Metatron guy. I'm not either. I didn't even make him. Yeah, he's he's kind of like, he's strong and that's it. No, no, I don't no, like no. him. I don't like his robot. He's a robot. Like, fuck him. Fuck he's Metatron. an angel and you are, he's law, you're chaos. Yeah, you know, why is he even with a... me? <laughs> why is he with me? Because he knows know really a it's a just cause. <laughs> Does he? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, I guess it would have been interesting if you couldn't even like fuse or use demons of the opposing alignment. Yeah, but you couldn't recruit demons of the up. opposing alignment. That's cool. I never had that issue, so I don't I, know. Yeah, but I did see that for you. Mm-hmm. Cool. How are you cool? Well, yes, my demons were a bit Huang Long. Huang Long, I also used. Yeah, my <laughs> demons are a bit different. <laughs> uh, I I always mistakenly call him Koryu because I think him and the other, the members of that that Su Ling group, they have different names in the Persona series. That's that's a weird thing mm. between these mm. games is they don't always keep the same features and and uh, names and distinctions that they do between other games in the series. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he he did about the same thing that anyone else's does is 
He's just kind of a, a backup support guy. I had Fafnir, just kind of a last-minute fusion that ended up being so clutch. He was really cool, too. Big robot dragon guy. Ah, mm. uh, yes. A good robot. A good robot. Very cool. I liked Fafnir a lot. So it's it's strange. He, I didn't have a lot of... He didn't have a lot of history. He just came out of the... That monochrome forest is where I got his materials mm. straight up. And then last I had... My girl, I had Lilith. Oh, nice. Ah, she, nice. She, she was one of my longest... I think she might have had the biggest history of my demons that I can recall. Uh, That's cool. Not oh. not particularly powerful, but had some cool skills like doping. I like to use oh. doping. I like to use weird strategies. Yeah. Um, um, everybody has draconic. Gotta have that draconic reaction on yes. everyone. That was good. Um. Yeah. That that was my big that was my big three, I'd say. Did I still have, had Alice. Did you have a number on that uh, that fusion history? How just how just how long it was? I okay, I think I'm pretty sure Lilith might have had my highest history, and it had 62 total guys 62. if I count duplicates. Whew, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that that's it. All right. Fusion Break it out for us, fusion master. master. Once again, so my boy, my boy, robot Metatron, right? <laughs> Bad robot. Yeah. He got the last two, the, the ones I fused for him. They had my longest history separately, both of them. So oh, he, God. so he ended up with a, a whopping 125 fused demons, <laughs> Holy coursing shit. through his veins. Wow, <sighs> the power of hundreds of demons. Mm-hmm. Sometimes multiples of the same. There was an instance of at least uh, four beast beastmans. Oh, wow! I don't know how they got there, but there were four of them in him. <laughs> yeah, I had three sylphs mm-hmm. in my in my Lilith because of those those element guys could do some wacky shit when you fused with them. Yeah, they were weird. I had a couple of them, but I didn't focus on them too much. Yeah, the the history is is cool. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything you wanted to share from yours, Jade? Yeah. Uh, I mean, my guy was only like forty something demons deep, forty two, I think, Metatron. But yeah, he's got my the uh, earliest demons that I had. They're 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 used. Harry Jack is in there. <laughs> you know, he's he's the boy. all these guys. <laughs> Alice. Alice's Alice's corpses. He ate. <laughs> he ate Alice and 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 processed her into divine, holy energy. Dissolved um, her into dissolved. His Die for me is just mm-hmm. just part of his basic attack now. Yeah, he's so powerful. Yeah. So like the early like Pixie, you know, one of my first, you know, one of the first demons. Um, she's in there. So yeah, his blood his blood uh, runs pretty deep. But other than that, everyone else is pretty fresh, pretty fresh demons. I had a, an average of like 60, 50 to 60 for a lot of my guys in my party, interestingly enough. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, it sucks that at some point a lot of that, his, the history is cool to look at, you know, where you've, where you've come from, all the stuff that went into making it. Just a shame that, you know, you only have eight skill slots, so a lot of that history probably is just yeah. lost. Like some of these guys I had completely different than how they started. Mm. Yeah, it's it's it, that's 
one of the things I think we even talked about in a yeah in the persona in our persona app our persona pilot. Um, mm-hmm. Damn, eight skill slots just still doesn't feel like enough because there's a lot of those passive skills. Yeah, and it's just really oh, hard. A lot. Yeah, there's a lot of passive skills, and you can't pass them to the, your main guy for some reason. But you know your your demons can just be stacked with these passive skills. And then all of a sudden you're 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 torn between making a choice of uh there's a lot of hard choices to make when you're fusing in this game that I was mm-hmm. often just that's probably most of my fuse time was just sitting there like oh. what the what the fuck am I gonna give yeah. to these Those guys? Thirteen hours didn't didn't uh, come from just anywhere, you know. That was just sitting yeah. there going back and forth. The mental anguish. Which skill to pick. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's summoning the same guys back from the compendium, fusing mm-hmm. them into multiple different things. Yep. And then like and then another one just so you could have it still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh it was a ruthless cycle sitting there in that cathedral of shadows endlessly. Yeah. It's a, a whole game of itself. Yeah, fusion is like the cornerstone of this of this game, demon fusion of this whole series. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's really, really cool, but it's just funny, you know, how what we were talking about earlier, like, when do you draw the line? You know, how much do you fuse? What, yeah. what is required? It's, it's, it's a balancing act. It's, it's really, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, if you think there's a line, I think that there's got to be a healthy balance somewhere mm-hmm. and that I, I happen to cross it. Um, the unhealthy your unhealthy the unhealthy, un- yeah, balanced. unhealthy i mean yeah i had fun filling out the compendium that's always one of my favorite things to do but it, you know there also wasn't as much incentive in this game as there is in something like a like a other monster games like pokemon mm-hmm. you know those are more f- fulfilling you can't even like look at a roster of all the demons you've seen unless you buy that app that lets you mm-hmm. analyze demons yeah that was a late oh. discovery for me, but there's no way to check what you haven't gotten yet, like really? what's missing. So, and, you know, there wasn't a lot of uh, compulsion there for me. Never in, bought that. In SMT4 Apocalypse, the mm-hmm. when you're looking at a demon, you can tell whether you have it or not in your compendium, which is cool. That's nice. That's, an, that's a nice addition. Uh, yeah, there's a shitload of demons in this game, too. I can only imagine mm-hmm. for Apocalypse. There's, like, hundreds of them. There's too mm-hmm. many. Yeah, there's, there's too, too many, demons. many demons. Yeah, there's a lot. There's way too many demons. <laughs> it's kind of overwhelming when you, like, enter a new area, and then there's a fresh set of new demons. Yeah, it's that's part of the reason why I was in just kill mode. I just wanted experience. I wanted good, meaty chunks of experience that it would just be like, oh, uh, charge... And then use Javelin Rain. And then instantly kill them all. Charge, use Hades Blast, and then just, you know, it was just faster. <laughs> yep. Or do yeah, I want could, to... You could get away with that, too. Yeah. You know, there was no or real need. Do I want to negotiate, uh, and a demon will go, hey, are you hungry? And I'd say, no. And then he'd go, time for... Well, I'm going to eat you. If you're not hungry, <laughs> then I'm going to eat you. Like, okay. <laughs> what am I going to do? Am I going to fail 60 negotiations? Or am I going to kill them in five seconds? You know what I mean? Fail 60. That's what I'd do. No, kill. And then go to the seconds. next area, and there's a guy who would have just made all of his skills irrelevant because it's just the same shit but better. <laughs> yeah. Or it would have been a demon that you had worked your ass off to fuse, and you didn't really have to because it's going to end up as fodder anyway. Mm-hmm. 
I had those experiences. And that was what really made me question how much time I was spending in the cathedral, which mm. was most, the, the first half of the game is probably where most of that is concentrated. Mm. Yeah. I almost feel like I was in there longer in the second half because there was just so, it felt like all of my best demons that I didn't want to fuse away had the most combos to make mm. for new stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just would go. Ah, do I want to trade this? No, nope. I don't want to fuse this. Nope. And then I'd get back out, and then wait, and then look at another one. And then once <laughs> I got one new demon, I'd go right back into the <laughs> in, into the cathedral and look again. I'm like, ooh, what does he fuse with? Anything yeah. cool? You're addicted. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I did that. I did that a lot too. <laughs> it was a, a bad habit, honestly. I guess yeah. I do that every time I leveled up, but. Not when I get new demons, usually. I would just fuse anything that looked cool, too. Like, I wouldn't even care if yeah. it was strong. If it looked cool or had a theme to it, I'd try to match their their skills to whatever the, the demon seemed thematically appropriate. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I, I mean, there's a whole metagame within this shit. Uh, that's something really cool, actually, that I forgot about in Apocalypse, is that uh, demons will have certain affinities, um, oh. Like fire demons will their fire attacks will do more damage and they'll cost oh, less MP. Oh, seriously? Yeah, cool. and then Bufu and like ice things will cost more MP to use and will be oh, like weaker. Oh my god, that's so cool! It I was like really that. cool. Yeah, it was a cool addition. I really liked that. Wow. Yeah. That. Okay, that's cool. I really like to hear about that. Because mm-hmm. it it did feel like a waste sometimes that I'd be like, oh, but this guy. He's just like a, a wind guy, but there's no real... I don't need wind or something like that. Yeah. So, but I, I'd want to keep it on him anyway, just because it made sense for him, even if I'd never use it. So, how did you guys feel about Maka scarcity? I always felt like I had to be very cautious how I spent my Maka. And it was always coming in... Even with my fusion scout money, it always came in little amounts, and I was always scanning every body armor or any piece of armor... If I really needed it or not. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys what do you guys feel about that? Maka. Money. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. This is one of those few games where I think money like mattered. Like single player games. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always back in the day I remember always thinking I think Zelda was one of my first game series where I was like, the money in this game doesn't matter. Mm. And uh, you know, it always stuck out to me and now I think about it. You know, a lot of games, you just have this massive surplus at the end. You can buy anything you want. Yeah. But in this game, there's always a use for it, and you can choose to spend it however you want, and you'll always be able to use more, even though you don't really need it. The balance, I really like the balance of Maka in this game. That's a strength for sure. Yeah, I think the balance is real good. Like, it's something that you're constantly striving for. You're never, I mean, you're, you're going to run out of Maka, you're going to run, <laughs> but you're never going to run out of things to use, you know, to buy yep. or yep. things that you need. Like I was saving up pretty, I, you know, I didn't spend a lot of Maka throughout the whole game. Right at the end, I spent it all on like three fusions. It was gone. Yeah, they're pricey. And like, yeah, it's, it's, it's pricey. And then that's like, I had like mid game equipment, you know, I was, I was like a, you know, it's just interesting. It's interesting balancing your maka in that in that game. And the mm-hmm. only seemingly way for me to have any high amount of maka was just grinding endlessly the the relics. Just have yeah, 
relics were a good way to get money. I just didn't I didn't know exactly how they worked and most of my money near the end of the game came from selling every single item. Like all the all I the too. chakra pots and stuff that you had stored up, I just sold them all. Yeah. Items, you know, that's another thing to touch on. Items just useless. I almost never used any. They certainly had their place, you know. I, like yeah, I found RPG. myself using them. Yeah, they had a place, but you know, I just felt I like think there we're was... just we're just the kinds of people who don't use consumables if we don't have to. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, I guess I only really used mine on like the last stretch of the game. Yeah. I, you know, there's there's the amount of time that I opened chests and it was like you don't need you are full of this item, <laughs> and yeah. I was turned away it was innumerable. That's yeah, uh, it's that symptom of where you build up these items and you go oh, i don't want to use it just in case i need it later mm. and then you never use it and then the game uh, ends incense yeah well incense i use those right away to be fair those yeah. are the ones yeah. i love Th- those too. have a more immediate use but i remember yeah. thinking they said oh they restore hp and mp i'll save that for a rainy day and then the game was over yeah yeah so 10 you... point cards mm, those 10, are good. <laughs> 10 point cards nope you eat those up you save yeah, those till the end of the game, rainy day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I really liked how things were balanced in this game, Maka, and, you know, uh, consumable-wise. Like, you know, it was it was pretty frustrating and annoying to have that limit on, on, like, my good items. But I think it's cool that you couldn't carry around, like, 99 or whatever. Like, you know, you had a, a limited stock. They made sure that you had a limited stock of, like, the overpowered... Like the fully heal your party's HP and MP, you can only have two of those at a time. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that. I think that's cool. Yeah, you know, it it is frustrating, but there's a reason for it, and I I find that to be justifiable. Mm-hmm. And the maka too is is good. It's it's well balanced. You know, looking for relics and selling items is is your is your main income, and I guess some side quests give you a good amount too. But yeah, that's a handful. Yeah. yeah. I skipped I skipped a lot of side quests in this playthrough, so I wasn't getting that getting any of that surplus of uh, equipment or items or anything from those. The only uh the only place I found Maka to be kind of kind of annoying was there's a special area in Ginza mm. where uh, you know yep. it's got a high and en- very high entry fee, you know, talking over a hundred thousand Maka just to just to get in there. And then it's got all these lovely armor pieces weapons you know all the works and then they each cost like 300 400 some even five hundred thousand maka yeah which just feels unattainable oh yeah let's see there might be something for money total money in the game in the oh there is right there is yes i had some of those uh total earnings four hundred twenty-six thousand maka for me Oh, yeah, so that's enough for like one armor piece with all the money you had in the whole game. Mm-hmm. I got one million one hundred thousand, one hundred seventy thousand maka. I had one point eight seven million total Ooh. earnings. High roller, damn. damn. Yeah, I, 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 I really did just sell, you know, those, um, those chakra pots and the 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 beads bead chains all of that i just sold mm. all of it and the, you know some of those are worth 10k a pop mm. i was hesitant to sell those i sold some of the summon stones oh yeah those too sold those Those are 10k there's an end game skill that just was that mm. yeah mako was just uh did you buy many of those high-end armor pieces or 
I, I ended up getting things? two armor pieces uh, from that shop. But yeah, you know, it's it <laughs> all the spending done in the compendium. That's where most of my money went. Mm. You know, there just wasn't room, and there honestly wasn't too much need for that end game uh, equipment. And you know, it's just nice though. But at least just the nice body to not piece. look like a clown, I guess. Yeah. A body piece, I feel. I, I got the Demonica one that was that had Same. no weaknesses. I got that one too. Yep. Seemed like the best choice. I was wearing that other you get a Demonica in the story earlier on too that is oh, yes. fairly resistant all around her and you know, that's what I wore all game until I bought that fancy one at the end. <laughs> Demonica boy. Oh. <laughs> it never changed it even though I looked like an asshole. <laughs> they're they're cool. They were cool looking though. I liked them. Well, with that, I think we should we should rip the band-aid off. Talk about the the story and maybe some alignment stuff and how everything kind of unfolds. Sure. You guys in for that? We all yeah. we all cool with that? I guess we can talk about the story, I guess. Yeah. All right. Uh I want to preface this uh for me. I'm 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 usually a story guy. I'm usually really involved in the stories and atmosphere and stuff of, of a game. Hmm. Uh, this game, I don't really give a shit about the story at all. I, I really, I think I really like, I just really, really love the atmosphere. It's like, good. when I think about SMT4, I forget, like, all the story beats. Like, I mean, the story is pretty bare bones. It's really, really rickety. There's not a whole lot. There's not a whole lot going on, um, especially once you get to Tokyo. You know, there's there's really cool world building and stuff like that, but I I almost attribute that to the atmosphere rather than like the story, what's unfolding in the main story. But uh, I really love like how depressing and oppressive it is, and just everything is just like gro- it's like beaten, worn down. The music, the music's fucking cool. It's got all these heavy, thick like synths going and like super deep bassy cool shit. Um, I just, and I, I don't know. I really love just the, the setting and atmosphere a lot. I think everything is really well done with setting, setting it up. Um, I'll never forget. I'll never forget the first time I played the game and opened like, and, and started my, my first save file and you have that scene. Okay. The weird, the, okay. Fuck the white, the, the one with the whites, Initially, it was like really yeah. weird. They're like, you're floating in space right in the beginning, and they're like, oh, like making strange. weird noises. Yeah, it was like yeah. weird. But then when you're hanging out with Issachar on the lake, yeah, and and it has this like, you you talk to Issachar, and then the camera like zooms way the fuck out, and it like goes up to the city, and there's that really crazy weird song. That's like, and like has all these droning, fucked up, like dissonant sounds. I was like, this game is going to be something else. Like it just (laughs) set me up for, it was really cool. And that's when I knew SMT4 was going to be special. So I don't, the story, I mean, obviously we're going to talk about it, but I, I just really love specifically the atmosphere and everything a lot. And I think it does some really cool things. Yeah, you mentioned a few times all of the the ambient noise, the the music tracks, some of the things people say. 
mm-hmm. throughout your playthrough one it just hit you again a second time on your second playthrough just how impressed you were it's yeah good uh I also really enjoy the the bait and switch. Did you guys get fooled by that at all? Yeah, I got I got fooled a little bit. I had some very the game is not all that subtle about it, unfortunately, because it gives strong hints about like before you even go to Tokyo, right? Yeah, where it's talking about you know like Earth culture thing, like a. Uh, mm-hmm. Just uh, there's that manga that Isabeau has that it mentions, oh, yeah. and it says like, "Oh, the kingdom of the fictional kingdom of France." Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I I specifically mean uh, gameplay. Oh, gameplay. Um, oh, like okay. when you start right. out the game, you are in the Eastern Kingdom of Mikado, and yes. you're everything is menu based, mm. which was really weird. Like the exploration was menu based. You'd go like, Oh, I want to go to the outer quarter of the city and you'd select it on the menu and you'd just be like there. Yeah. And, okay. and then in the dungeon crawling portion, you were running around 3d. Your guy was like a character. You were running around in the field. And I was like, Oh, is this going to be like a persona three portable where like all the exploration is done through menus and then the dungeon crawling portion is in third person. Like I didn't know. And it was on 3DS. So I was thinking like, that's what it would be like. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you get down to Tokyo and it's like, holy shit, I'm running around these whole big areas. Like, and there's a, there's a fucked up bad world map. Okay. And like that, that threw me for like, I was not expecting to be able, like I thought that it was going to be a menu based like, game then yes then yes that part of it did catch me off guard i didn't expect it to turn into that where you just have the whole city essentially to kind of wander around and go into areas like that that was Mm -hmm. that was a cool surprise because menu based was a i wasn't i wasn't digging that i wasn't digging it was pretty stale yeah it's pretty stale and how about how about you cole well i mean it's no secret to you jade i'm sure when you originally loaned me the game many years ago mm-hmm. that I did I did get as far as Tokyo a little ways in before I put the game down so I I don't recall how I mm-hmm. felt back then so uh, unfortunately you know I already knew about it this time going into it yeah uh, I wasn't fooled um, and you know just in general I'm not a fan of bait and switch they put me off a lot oh um, just like in general just okay. in general, I think that that's been a thing where if a game bait and switches me, I don't like it. And, you know, I just hate, I hate the start of this game a lot. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, once you get to Tokyo, that's when the game starts for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tutorial. It is a, it the, is a tutorial. The boss to get into Tokyo, the bosses, the two bosses are really big checks for, you know, to make, you know, making sure that you've learned the mechanics like Medusa and to the Minotaur are just total noob killers. Mm-hmm. So it feels like, yeah, up to then it's like a tutorial. The game's kind of holding your hand. It's still pretty hard, but there's it's no huge boss fights. Excessively hard. Yeah, I would right argue. The beginning. Yeah, the beginning is probably the hardest part when you just yeah. don't have any anything, anything. You don't have any demons to your name. You don't have any skills to you're your name. You're just now learning. You're doing your first uh, negotiations, and even though it never makes sense, it especially makes the least sense at the start for obvious <laughs> reasons, and you are just getting killed in one turn after doing nothing wrong. Uh, you have no options for demons. You can't really fuse very much. You have no mm-hmm. money. Yeah, it's, it's fucked up. So 
Yeah, I guess there's a few reasons why those first bosses are hard, but they do test your core knowledge, mm. which is the good thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, a, they have weaknesses, you know, not a lot of bosses in the later game have any weaknesses, but at least these ones, you, you know, you can develop strategies. They're not impossible. Yeah. That's what's, that's what's, I like that. I'm into that. It's good. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was, so, it was challenging, but not, you know, it was, it just, yeah, checked your skills, but it wasn't impossible to do. Yeah. Or be prepared for already. Uh, so the whole premise of the story is you are, essentially your character is just like a a causalry they're called they're like lower tier citizens like peasants basically you live in some like backwoods city town um but every year there's like some kind of right held to see if you can become a prestigious member of society called a samurai who is tasked with this like holy task of defending the kingdom and uh you know you and your your boy issachar go and you know you pass the uh the right you pass the gauntlet right and you become a samurai and you go into this um this dungeon called naraku where demons come out they're like you know you're protecting demons or you're protecting the city from demons you know coming up from this hole there's a lot of little hints uh about it but eventually you discover that this hole leads down into the city of Tokyo, which has been overrun by demons, and there's a huge dome placed over Tokyo, and that's where you have been living your whole life. Um, it's on the top of this dome. On the top of the dome, yeah. So there's like a whole underground city with people living there uh, the whole time. And there's, you know, a lot of different... You're, you're hunting down a specific person who's been... Uh, leaving forbidden knowledge and kind of like turning people into demons the black samurai the black samurai and yeah and you know your story kind of develops from there as you basically your your character becomes the the sole decider he gets to decide what happens to these two places basically he becomes as gods he can become as gods yeah yeah the true messiah the great messiah (laughs) yeah so that's the uh, the gist of the story. Um, there's, uh, so there's. I, I I really liked. Hmm. How should. Hmm. The pacing's kind of weird. The pacing of the story is pretty weird, and I I think a, a lot of that has to do with the, the fucked up map. The map. Thank God. Yes. Thank God you map, said it. Yeah. It's. Uh, there's almost nothing to do, to be said other than it's probably the worst like overworld map in a game like yeah. ever i think i think i so. can't i can't think of a worse map than that one <laughs> it's fun. Uh, isn't that weird it's yeah difficult it's annoying it's uh, it's hard to navigate and you know the worst part too that just adds on top of that is when you go out of combat or enter an area, the camera will just move around and put you in a different direction. Or... Yeah, it'll reset the camera. Yeah. Like if you're running around and then you get into battle, it'll reset it to a certain point. It's like it's just, and it's you're just like, intentionally fucking with you. Yeah, and the map, like the way it's rendered on your screen is like very featureless. Like you can't tell what areas you can walk on or, mm-hmm. or what. There's like roads and stuff that you're supposed to, that's like the paths. But you can't tell which ones are blocked or anything unless you go there. And then you just have to make a mental note, like, 
you know because you can't tell on the map you have to just be like okay this is a dead end i guess yeah. or whatever and the, the best you get on the touch screen is a small indicator of the exact like district there's a bunch of little mini districts all over little no dots. clear boundaries or any anything you can't nope. check the map freely without risking a demon coming up and interrupting you yep, that's, yeah that's great too love that part i had a lot of issues with that i didn't yeah there's no way to check it in a pause menu you have to just look like while you're standing there uh, in the open. Yeah, I think the pacing of this game is very fucked up, and it's probably because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so, too. Uh, I, thought it was, I thought it was my fault, uh, I, you know, eventually because I was getting lost so much that that's why the pacing felt so off, like, three quarters through the game. I think it's not uncommon to be lost. It's certainly not uncommon to get lost in that game. Oh, I got and lost that's... multiple times. And they give you yeah. so much freedom once you get down to Tokyo, too. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. the main story just kind of you know that essentially becomes a side task where you're like "Ooh, what's over here what's you just go exploring checking out tokyo checking out all the districts you know there's a lot of like little side areas you can go into and you know it's 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 really distracting and just memorize and there's like it's got that thing where it's like oh this thing will lead you all the way over here it's like a tunnel Mm. that leads you to some other place like a fucking mario warp pipe and you're just like how is this connected it's <laughs> a great what? way to describe yeah. it and it's like how is it connected? you don't know how it's connected there's no mm-hmm. indication for it you just end up you pop out somewhere else on the map and you're like uh okay i'll have to make a mental note of that it would be a lot easier if areas if there was another way to know the name of a like a, a place you're about to enter to mm-hmm. without standing directly on top of it like only some of the time and so NPCs will frequently direct you or tell you about stuff that you could find or where to go. Uh, but you can't really... Re- you just have to remember where it is. And yeah. it could have been from a long time ago. Maybe you've never even been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the map is just really... <laughs> it's the worst part of the game. It's the wor- it is certainly... Yeah, it's the worst part of the game. And I know, uh, you know... SMT three had the a similar thing where you're this little plip, your little pleat pleeped on the map, <laughs> yeah. and um, you know you walk around. From what little I played that game, though, it didn't seem nearly as confusing as this one. I think, I think all of the mainline SMT games are like that. I've played, I've dabbled in the first Shin Megami Tensei game, if you can believe it, and you <laughs> are the same same thing. But the roads yeah. are very clear in that game, if I recall. Yeah. It's 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 really unfortunate. That's the thing, kind of. It's it's almost why it's kind of hard to recommend this game because the, I totally understand the map, being a huge put off, and I can't even. There's no, I can't offer up a defense. There's nothing defensible about the map except that the song, the Overworld <laughs> song, is the, the Overworld <laughs> song is the only good thing about the map. It was pretty good. It's, it, I like it, but otherwise everything else is like. There's just, ugh gets me yeah. mad just thinking about it it's it's difficult it's like confusing Ugh. open palm open palm game design <laughs> with a go. closed fist maze on top of it like because there's guys hey, uh, you want to go over this way i'll take you down the river or whatever oh. and there's tunnels that lead all over the place you can't get to certain places without like going arbitrary so... roadblocks all over yeah Shit. you want to get over there <laughs> yeah <laughs> you want to go over that way <laughs> 500 maka yeah Ugh. it's i don't know 
I'm, I hate the map so much, but yeah, so I don't know if it's like the story, the story to me wasn't even really that engaging. Uh, you're just hunting the black samurai. There's some cool moments for sure, but mm -hmm. uh, up See, until when you like, say it, I feel a little validated because usually it's like, you know, if you don't like a story, you're stepping on someone's toes. Mm, yeah. Someone, someone really, really engages with that story. It really means a lot to them. No, but, uh, yeah. I'm like with I you said, that this one. Eh. I think it started out strong. I was pretty like oh, you know, yeah. besides the weird, uh, god, white gods or whatever they were talking to you right at the very start. I thought mm -hmm. the like little dream sequences with like Walter and Jonathan. I thought those were cool. And, yeah, like, that's really been a cryptic. staple too in all the SMT. Oh, like really? you always meet up with like the two representatives of those roots in like a dream. It's it's really I like that. It's oh, really cool. I thought yeah, I thought it was a cool touch. I just thought they were cryptic and just kind of interesting. Like, where's this leading to? Like, why do we all have these dreams? Yeah, I I liked the and then the ending. I kind of the ending kind of uh, picked up again. Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing is once you are nailed down into your root, things get cool. But, like, everything in the middle is really uh, just not engaging. I thought when you activate that certain device and go, once you get to oh, those new areas, yeah. I thought that was really cool. I thought, like, I, that for me, that's when it picked up again was that yeah, yeah. whole stretch there. That was, that was good, yeah. But between that and... <laughs> Getting getting down to Tokyo the first time was cool. Mm -hmm. uh, the initial sort of world building in Mikado was cool, and then just the ending stretch. Yeah. But everything like like when I replayed it, I forgot all about like the Ring of Gaia thing with Yuriko or whatever. Not Yuriko. Hmm? Uh, Koga. Koga. Yes. Is that her? Yeah. Yes. And she gets eaten by that one demon. Like I forgot all that stuff. I forgot like. Eh, 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 eh. There's a lot of things that just didn't stick out. When I when I reflected back on the game, I thought of the, like Blasted Tokyo, Infernal yeah. Tokyo, stuff yeah, like those that. Those are cool. Those are really cool. Mm -hmm. Seeing what the world would become. Yeah, just just that middle, that whole hunt, the whole hunt for the Black Samurai, then Yuriko, and then blah 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 blah. That was I don't <laughs> know. It was just all pretty uh, stale. It didn't really yeah, it takes think... a large portion of the game time up in the middle and yeah. it's just like a really simple objective yeah that's probably that's the problem is it's just find this person that's like the whole game there was then... one oh. no no that's it there was one gap that re-brought some intrigue for me where uh it's i think kagome tower where they mm. sent where mm, hugo yeah. or gabby Gabby sends you to the tower there and you have to get these three individuals and bring them back. And it's like, yeah. who who are those? Who are those people? Why are we saving them? This and the is tower is so fucked up and weird. It's cool. Yeah. I thought it was really, I loved, it was just so yeah, different. sticks out. Yeah, Kagome Tower is a, I remember that place pretty well too. That was, that was a spike in intrigue where was, I just want to know what those people were. Why were like these strange masked individuals? Yeah, the, I, didn't, I didn't get it. There are some cool, there are some cool things the story does, but I think overall it's just you know pretty. It's a pass. It's a mid. It's a mid mm. story. It's not that good. That's fair. But the I really liked the characters. I really liked. I mean, I love Walter. I love Walter. I love Isabeau, and I mean Jonathan's there. He's around. He's a good foil. You know, he's a good he foil was, to them. Yeah, I just I know it's really dumb. 
It's really stupid, but uh, ever since like the beginning, and it's so minor, but the, just the beginning when you're hanging out with them, when you're first to uh, become a samurai together, like I just really liked all their banter. I liked just becoming bros, eating bread together, eating bread <laughs> with my boys up on bread the roof. Boys. Bread boys up on the roof. Like I was just like, these guys are cool, man. I really like. That's I like a new them. quest. Eat breakfast. Yeah, and get, Navarre. Breakfast. Oh, Navarre was cool. Navarre, yeah, he's one of my. He's there. He's I, there I too. wish he was more in it. They don't. They don't ever talk about him. You see some side stuff if you talk to some people in uh, Mikado, where you get to learn what happened to him. But what did happen to him? Actually, I don't. I don't know. Uh, after that, like really early on incident where he tried to like prank, he tried to do that sick prank on. He tried to prank you to death. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you and Walter, you know, he kind of lost it, and then yeah. his family and the other. And some uh, Hugo or someone higher up in the monastery had him pulled out, and then his family donated like a large sum of of maca to the to the monastery, and they let him out, and they discharged him, and that was that was yeah, and then it kind of ended there. He's just he went insane, couldn't handle it, and then his family paid a ton of money, and he left. Oh yeah, cool that they addressed that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I did like that. It was a good touch. I was hoping they would. Things that improve in uh, SMT4 Apocalypse. Mm. The map. The map actually shows you where to go. It shows a waypoint of your next quest. Shows you important demons. Shows you guys who have new dialogue. And it's more navigatable. Thank God. Is navigatable a word? Navigable. Navigable. Mm. And it's more navigable. Can't even picture that. No way. Um, yeah, the second, I'm having a hard time picturing it too, but it sounds fucking awesome. The second improvement, Navarre is in it. More. Yes. He's in it way <laughs> I more. Don't, I don't actually like Navarre. <laughs> that sounds bad. Yeah, he's it's dumb. so little of it. He's he's just meant to be an asshole, so. Yeah, he sucks. There's, I'm, I'm a little, you know, a little mini review of Apocalypse here for from, from me, Jade. Um Mm. the vibe and story of apocalypse the story is a lot it's paced a lot better there's more things going on that are interesting i think than in the in the og in in four but uh it's got a lot of stupid fucking anime tropes in it and that really makes me sad because this game doesn't really have much of those anime mind mush it's got yeah it's fucking mind mush material and it reminds me a lot of uh persona and I really hope that they don't do that in SMT5. Hmm. You make a big party of buds. Pfft, fuck that game. Everything else is good. <laughs> Apocalypse is good. Hmm. That's my little review. Um. But yeah, like... Uh, it, it's so funny. Uh, there's just so many... Mm, so many moments in the game where like Burroughs just pops up. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. Burroughs and something so heavy, annoying. something heavy just happens, and then she goes, <laughs> "Congratulations on completing the quest," or you know, oh, "Looks like the quest is going well." And then she changes it sometimes later, like this may be a little early, but great job <laughs> on completing the quest. Yeah. It's, and then your demons funny. are like, oh, I learned a new skill. Uh, and you're, you're still like oh, whip, God, whiplash yeah. from the crazy thing that just happened. And you're like yeah. having to choose all your shit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really funny. It's, it's, 
that's another funny pacing thing where it's just like, okay, we're having a heavy moment and then Burroughs will pop in like chipper and just say, looks like the quest is going well. You just killed your friends. You just killed all your friends. (laughs) The quest is going well. Yeah. All those times when you kill all your friends and Burroughs ruins it. Yeah. I want to just ruminate in it, you know, and just reflect. But Burroughs, she takes me out of it. Quest complete. Great job. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was just kind of a, ga- a video gamey thing until you pointed it out, and then I couldn't un unsee it. Yeah, it's funny. Um, how about uh, should we just get into alignments? I mean, there's like nothing. Nothing happens after the start yeah. to, to yeah. that point. You know, there were some. Yeah, there's interesting reveals. The whole uh, black samurai. And yeah. Gabby, those are the two interesting reveals before you are locked in, since you oh, are yeah. making choices throughout the whole game, which, again, is an, uh, a Shin Megami Tensei mainline staple, if I'm not mistaken, is mm. choices towards the side of law or the side of chaos. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, in hindsight, I don't like those choices because they're, in, in a sense, they're nothing choices. They don't affect anything. Yeah. Besides this hidden hidden alignment mechanic where it secretly adds and deducts points or whatever. Yeah. But on, on the actual surface level, you know, if you pick something else, it changes like a line of dialogue, but it doesn't affect anything in the immediate moment. Very true, yeah. Yeah, the I you can look at one of the very first choices of the game, uh and and have that be a good example of uh of how menial of how just you like stupid and meaningless the choices are other than uh allocating points for your uh, your stat um mm. when you get when you are up your it's your turn for the gauntlet right what do you do extend your arm for the guy or just oh, yeah. don't extend your arm like there's no fucking reason to not extend your arm to the guy but yeah. you know giving the guy your arm is s- such a lawful good thing of a, of a person to do. Like it just, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It, it's really strange. Like there's, there's so many choices like that, that, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. They're just ridiculous. Um, they become more obvious too. Yeah. You know? They definitely do become more obvious. And, and, you know, I think the bigger choices definitely give you like more points or whatever. But, uh, I think like, just the fact for me personally i think i don't think you should be able to be like i'm choosing neutral path like you shouldn't be able to just choose i think it should be something that you kind of that's that's an evaluation yeah it's like you have to be evaluated for it i think neutral shouldn't be as hard to attain that's for sure but i don't think that you should be like i'm going to pick neutral path you know or whatever because it's just like you know it's like real life you know are you mm-hmm. chaos? Are you chaotic? Only your, you know, you don't choose like I'm going to be lawful or whatever. You know, it's like it's just your, it's just how you react to the world and how you react to things that happen to you. With more yeah. nuanced choices too, rather than blatant. Like, do you want to just do a normal human thing, or do you want to be a, a do something crazy that makes literal zero sense? Yeah, yeah, like the woman that you talk to and i think mm. ikebukuro when she's mm-hmm. like i've been living my life uh and i'm sick of it oh, and i decided yeah. i decided that the next person that i see if it's a human i'll continue living but if it's a demon i want to die and then you have the choice to be like and she'll go like who are you 
and then you'll be like i am a human or i am a demon <laughs> so dumb. and like if <laughs> it's so stupid that that's like a choice uh that affects your alignment for one thing and also just in the context of the game like if you're so far gone that you're going to basically let someone choose if you want to live or die is just it's just such a stupid like forced choice it, mm -hmm. it's it's just silly and it's heavy-handed writing for yeah sure. and that's just random right you walk into a room and it's just suddenly yeah. this person this nameless person is there <laughs> that gives you the choice yeah uh i liked was... a lot of the side dialogue that characters said for the most part like there's a, some yeah. really cool world building and stuff if you go out of your way to like read uh just what the npcs say that i think like mm -hmm. the world of this game is really really cool in my opinion yeah i found a lot of that interesting i did you know i tried to i tried to come back to mikado every now and then and see if stuff refreshed if people there had new stuff to say and i found that interesting just talking to the people in tokyo i, I bet they probably refreshed dialogue too mm -hmm. I, I think so after <clears throat> certain events yeah but uh yeah I, I didn't i didn't keep track of of them as much yeah but it was still really interesting just to hear all these people talk about their experiences or just like events going on in the world there's like oh my friend died here or <laughs> Yes, yeah. it was it's, it was cool. It's fucked up, and like learning about this economy of those pills that demons oh, eat, yeah, and like mm -hmm. like everything is really it's it's interesting. It's an interesting uh, balance that the game holds, like with how demons haven't just killed everyone, killed every single human already, as it seems like they should be able to. But yeah, yeah, that th there's that cool moral quandary that is presented to you but you know they don't have a it's not like a great resolution to any mm -hmm. of it that you can choose every choice you end up getting in this game is just fucked to one degree or another yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's no well there is a middle ground in one way but... i don't know i don't know if the middle ground is any less fucked in some ways because you know sometimes it seemed like it they wanted you to be uh indecisive <laughs> to the point of apathy yeah I remember thinking that too. I remember mm -hmm. just jumping. There's a couple things I want to say about just jumping to the resolution of the game. I remember being really let down with the uh, neutral ending. It felt really weak. Really? Um, yeah, I'd say but that this, too. I felt like the chaos ending that I, I got chaos. Um, I felt that that was like, it felt a lot more fleshed out or, or fulfilled a little bit more you know than than the neutral ending did for sure but i was i was into the law ending but it just it just felt like there was still a lot of plot threads that just yeah weren't, you know that just were left unfinished that i just never got to know about things mm -hmm. i think that's but yeah going back the problem with these games is like alignment is pushed to the extreme of each law and chaos like for some reason if 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 the if the alignments were more nuanced, like for like real law and chaos is, you know, alignment wise, it can be so, so much better. I just, mm -hmm. the fact that chaos is like, if you're weak, you fucking die. And law is like, you lack all free will. Like those are the two in SMT and it's, it's weak as hell. Like yeah. law should be operating for the greater good of the people and chaos should be like, I'm doing shit for myself. Like it's not. It's yeah, it's you, really. You dumb. might have NPCs that touch on that, but the main, the the main story and some of the main plots, 
really push that excessively. There yeah. is no middle ground without, you know, just kind of the neutral ending and that's it. Mm -hmm. The fact that a world, <laughs> you know, you in the chaos route, you and Walter are like, we're going to make a world where the strong can do what they want, where the strong can live how they please. How? How? How are we going to do this, you ask? We're going to release demons all in the whole world. A whole world full of demons. They're going to kill Good everybody. Idea. Like, yeah. it's survival of the fittest doesn't necessarily, like, create a world where the strong can do what they want. It's like, it's just really weird. It's moral stuff that I really hope, I hope they get more nuanced, man. Then, it's, yeah. it's really heavy-handed. And then Law is just, uh, oh, we're just... We're just gonna kill everyone who's uh, unclean. We're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna nuke them. Who cares? Who gives a they shit? They nuke Tokyo. Yeah. That's, okay. That's the law. And they nuke Tokyo. You act. It's almost like uh, the the what's the white ending. Mm, okay. It's yeah. almost like that where you set off the Yamato reactor and then you just yeah you just nuke. Except not nuking the whole universe, you just nuke Tokyo. You <laughs> okay. just nuke Tokyo, and then uh, and then everyone in Mikado lives lives happy. God said so. Oh, and you, you die. Don't don't forget that. You die. Oh, you die. Oh, yep. Uh, Merkaba is like, well, we both been tainted by filth too. We've come in contact with filth, so you stand right there, and Merkaba activates <gasps> it while you're standing there, and then you both die. <laughs> What? And then, but they That's build, ridiculous. But they tear down the King Aquila's statue, and then they put a statue of you up. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's interesting. an interesting theme that's not really explored in any other ending, but the neutral one of uh, reincarnation. Mm. Where I had there, theories of that. I thought Yeah, that there, it's, it's brought that. up. It's brought up multiple times, but there's some cool, some cool shit with that. That, Cole, you want to... Can I mention something that some of my, before you guys go to just some of my theories, cause I was thinking about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had yeah. strong and I, cause mine doesn't touch on that at all. They don't say mm -hmm. anything, but just things I picked up. Like there was this really, you know, uh, like blasted and infernal Tokyos are they're kind of seen, seen as like, uh, I guess alter, like if you went down law or order, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But some of some of the stuff they say there was a random npc in inferno where i went into a room and it was one of the nourishers one of the humans that feed the, the demons who have taken over <laughs> and uh and they were just saying like what if what if i hadn't pushed the button in the yamato reactor Whoa. and they like directly mentioned pushing that and i was like huh like is that supposed to be like an alternate version of the character or something or damn there was just this interesting, like, this, this clearly this character, this random NPC was linked to it somehow. Yeah. And then also, when I, I, when I beat the game, I redid the intro. Mm -hmm. And I saw one of those flashbacks, and it was with Walter, and he just said something along the lines. He probably says it in the first run, too, but I just didn't notice it. And he was like, are mm -hmm. you going to pick my side this time? Ooh. Yeah, I remember hearing that, too, mm -hmm. when I started the game i was like this time like oh maybe there is something like uh like maybe not. i didn't think reincarnation i guess per se but like a time loop type thing yeah where that works the in like cycles blasted in infernal sections yeah they're that whole thing with akira mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then the, and jonathan even specifically is like that would make you huh, king uh 
Gita. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That too. That was more obvious. I guess I don't fully grasp what that is supposed to exactly mean, but it's interesting. Yeah, there was, and and you know, something I picked up, and I've had, I've been thinking about this. I don't understand it, and maybe you guys can help me. Hmm. There are NPCs. Everybody mentions twenty-five years is the date. Hmm. Yes, twenty-five years since that dome was put up over Tokyo, and you know it's modern-day Tokyo. They still have all this stuff running. There are people who remember when it was put up, but yep. Mikado is ancient. Yeah, you yep. know, there's a that's, the whole world is up mm. there, and no one knows anything. Like, what is up with that? Yeah, it's God's children, dude. They they live simply. They you know, but they like, just... what's with the time difference? They I'm so thousands over that. a thousand years have passed up there. There have been generations of people, and it's still the same generation underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they mentioned the cocoon, and I thought those were like the kids or the people who got taken to mikado yeah that was my idea Mm -hmm. or maybe those are the chosen ones the kids who were picked by the gauntlet and they're taken by the cocoon and placed in like a family or an orphanage or something i don't know yeah i'm guessing that they almost live in like a blissful ignorant loop according to god's will you know this sort of thing like a time loop on above in mikado just I think, you know, obviously they haven't lived for a thousand years, right? Like, I mean, they said King Aquila had been there over a, a thousand years before. Yeah, you the know, statue? generations had come since then. And yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming that those aren't real memories, right? Oh, they're, they're like fake. I guess okay. it could be that. I didn't even think, I didn't consider that. I thought, so my thing with the King Aquila in Blasted Tokyo was like, Maybe that's the start of this weird cycle where he got the name Eastern Kingdom of Mikado from, mm, from the player's you. party, yeah. from you, and then he takes that because he's like, I'm going to name my kingdom the Eastern Kingdom of Mikado, yeah. and then that like started that cycle, and then somehow, I'm a little iffy on the details, but yeah. some, somehow it loops back around. It gets a little confusing because then you still have Tokyo in its actual yeah. you know, condition that it is underground and not not the separation of this dome and what i believe is cited as nuclear warheads which makes me think it's like a reference to an earlier smt game mm-hmm. oh was and, it yeah. nuclear i thought it was still always seen as god's fury i feel like people say the dome was erected and maybe this is uh, in the neutral ending that they say it i thought it was skins and fujiwara mentioned oh the dome was put up 25 years ago to stop missile fire from hitting yeah. tokyo Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't, I don't remember ever seeing that. There's, there's a lot of interesting details, and, you know, I can't really make out the exact plot of yeah. the story outside of just the theming. I think a lot of that stuff is, is open to interpretation for sure. I don't think there's anything definitive, but I, I think it's yeah. enough. There's enough, uh, there's enough little clues and little hints and stuff to sort of put together your own theory. It's and more have interesting that way, too, I think. In this mm-hmm. game, you know... I'm not one to be replaying games, but this game, I think, has that replay value with the different endings. Mm. The hundreds of demons, you can definitely make a totally different party and build, and you can pick up on this shit as you go with each playthrough. You know, it seems yeah. really well catered to that. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I can't understate how much fun I had with the Chaos route, honestly. Like, mm. I thought it was just, you know, I think Chaos is badass. 
chaos is cool as hell like just the con conceptually um i wish that it was a little more nuanced for sure other than just like let demons kill everyone who sucks let all the demons kill all the weak guys that's <laughs> fucking stupid but i think the you know the power to do things having your the power of yourself be what's pushing you forward is cool and yeah. i i liked um I just really liked how it developed, you know, uh, I, uh, it broke my heart, man. Killing Isabeau fucking mm, uh, hurt. Right that there shit, with you. I yeah. did that too. That looked painful. For one thing though, that was like one of the coolest fights in the game because, yeah, yeah. because I didn't want to kill her and, and <laughs> just her, just Isabeau, just Isabeau. You know, she's, she's innocent. She's by your side, bro. Yeah, she's she, the, she's the she, neutral party member. Like she's the neutral one, but you, she wants to fight you. She fights for her beliefs, and she's ultimately weaker. It's what chaos represents. She and cries I guess out loud too, huh? Yeah, she mm -hmm. cries out. She wanted to be by your side forever. So what's why is she fighting you in the law? Like because you're gonna genocide one... Tokyo. <laughs> okay, so so the law thing is like let's destroy Tokyo like yep. that. Okay. Yeah, you're just gonna blow up the city essentially. Okay. Cleanse it. So and, that's uh, the same. That's like the fucking same thing where it's like, <laughs> you 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 go. I want to preserve the status quo. I want things to stay the same. And then Jonathan's like, let's fucking blow the shit out of Tokyo. I know how to like. That's not what I meant. Kill everyone else. Yeah. So yeah. Essentially, just yeah, kill everyone in Tokyo. They're unclean, filth. Uh, everyone in Mikado's who has oh they also purge mikado of people who have dissident <laughs> thought oh Ooh. don't forget about that yeah wow wow that's really fucking harsh like chaos yeah. seemed pretty good chaos actually, seemed like... yeah you just devour anyone who can't stick up for themselves and sticking well, up for anyone else probably makes you weak too and just that the ending. fact that you know my character the main boy is alive and allowed to become he's like can become the king and he gets to have hot demon lucifer as his gf <laughs> yeah, if 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 all you care about is yourself, which in chaos is probably yeah. correct, then yep. yeah, it's the best ending. It was uh, interesting in a, in the law path because you get to keep hanging around Mikado because mm. you're on their side. Is uh, yeah, there's tons of people who talk about uh, others being purged or following this new uh, the new leaders, and they've all had dreams about the leaders and how how righteous they are essentially. <laughs> But uh, it was, they also cleared all of Mikado of the demons. Like, there's no more demons in the Kiki Georgie forest. Mm -hmm. And in the initial floors of Naraku, past Minotaur, there are demons. But before that, there's none. It's oh. all clear. It's all cleared Whoa. out. Wow. And I thought that was a, kind of a cool touch. Like, they really did just cleanse the demons out of there. Yeah. It's crazy. God's power is magnificent. But uh, but with Isabeau, back to that fight, there was Fuck a few. God. There was a few different. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was a few different dialogue options that I thought were interesting compared to the chaos of a uh, killer. Oh yeah, yeah. Where uh, you had the same one on the second one, where you could like point your blade at her. Oh yes. But the other one was just like stare at her coldly. I think. Mm -hmm. But uh, one of mine was like reach out your hand to like try and get her to join you. Or, like, Whoa. offer her to join you. And, of course, I did that, and it's just a debuff. Yeah. Because she goes, no, I I wouldn't want to join someone who lacks the will to go through with their choices. Wow. <laughs> that's, like, that's See, that's what's kind of cool is, I don't know. 
like no it's bad actually never mind okay. law is like you know you rely on law the law in smt is like just god just blindly yeah, it's, follow it's just god, god yeah mm-hmm. it's, it kind of sucks because law can be so much better than that and god is always a fucking piece of shit in jrpgs and also in real life god gods <laughs> gods suck in real life so <laughs> true and and like I just want there to be more nuance in this stuff, man. I agree. Can't be, can't be overstated. I don't. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm not. I wasn't for uh, the destruction, the cleansing of Tokyo. Yeah. I, I just wish there was more. Like, oh, we're just gonna destroy the tower, or something mm-hmm. like that. Would be more yeah. nuanced. Just get rid of the whole tower that leads to Mikado. So no disconnect one can get them. Yeah. Yeah. Like that would make sense. You know, a little bit more reasonable. But ah, uh, just uh, nuke them. I, and kill mm-hmm. yourself too because you're yep uh, also filth. Mm-hmm. I came in contact. I, gl- I had a glance with the with the filth, so I must be destroyed. But at yeah. least Merkaba yeah. destroyed themselves too. So even when you're choosing which of your friends to go with after you are initially introduced to Lilith and then the angels, mm. it's mm. like neither of those two seem very reasonable neither jonathan or walter they're both well walter seems a little more reasonable but then he says yep let's unleash all of demons into the world and then it's like yeah. what are you talking about dude this is just the world i've been <laughs> waiting for <laughs> that's fucked like, up what are you talking about walter dude yeah i was a fisherman but uh it's a bit of a bit of a jump yeah time to unleash the demons and kill everybody <laughs> so you wait michael you went with walter i did and you mm. still got law yeah, I went with him on the yeah I went with him on the first choice because I thought that was you know my split. I wanted to go neutral. That was my goal. Yeah. So I was trying to split up my time. You know, stick with both parents, and uh, <laughs> they it didn't work out. It didn't work out. And I went with Walter. I did his little bidding, and then I was sucked up to Jonathan. Nice to him, and it just went to his side. It just ended up on his dumbass side. I mean, <laughs> good law side. His lawful his lawful God's side. side. God's, I was in God's good graces. Yeah, the, it, that sucks. The it should be easier to get to neutral. Yeah, I think because it's, it's the canon ending. Even uh, yeah, it's, I figured, I figured as much. It's uh, SMT four apocalypse takes place. It does admit that it's a it's like an alternate reality mm. of from what happened in SMT four, but it takes place like while the neutral route is going on um, oh that's like it's it happens while yeah like uh like i think i think walter and jonathan are both dead and mm. it's it's flynn and isabeau uh they're alive i think it's when like everyone is heralding you as or flynn is like the hero of like he completed all the quests he's like well known in tokyo okay uh, when that when apocalypse takes place. Oh, so yeah, it's a, it's just canon. It's just the canon. It's route. pretty much canon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, that, and, and you know what's uh, what's kind of interesting? If I hadn't gone into the game with with the knowledge that there was in fact a neutral route, mm. and to like you know that it might might be worth it to try and go for it, I might not even have known because it's yeah. I don't think it ever really you know explicitly states anything relating to yeah. neutral it's like law chaos those are your options oh, yeah the cover art is like super secret, you know uh, super secret neutral ending <laughs> the cover art is uh demonic 
demonic uh, Walter on one side or a holy Jonathan on the other side. Yep. There's always the black and white iconography throughout the whole, you know, just the graphic design of the whole game. There's never any, there's never any gray. Isabeau's mm-hmm. never shown. It's, it's really super focused around law and chaos for sure. And that it's weird. Yeah. I remember looking for Isabeau during the, the choice of companion too. And it, cause that seemed like, oh, mm. she'll be level headed, but you can't, you can't do that. Well, yeah. you can, you so can talk to her. You can talk, yeah, you to, can her, talk to her, but she, but she, goes, you know, she doesn't have mind. any, she has no opinion. And that, yeah, that's the whole, that's neutral throughout the game is like, if you, almost all the choices are law or chaos. And if there's a neutral one, it's like, you just don't say anything or you are, have no <laughs> opinion. Know. You have no backbone. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's kind of annoying. How are you going to save the world? I don't know. It's just being indecisive throughout the whole game. Yeah, that's, that's somehow reach it. very strange because, you know, your character does kind of have a, a say in the matter at the end of the day when you go neutral. You don't just sit back and let everyone fight it out. Yeah. You know? And so you guys uh, you guys know how, like, yeah, once once you do, you go through Blast and Infernal Tokyo, that's where the brand, the real branching point is when you mm-hmm. meet the, yeah, the I know whites. That. I know that now. It's after, it's in the forest or whatever, right? Yeah, when they talk to you and then you yeah. go and then you... Click nope, reject the great messiah, blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, then you'll you'll get set on the path there. And you know, I went for it the whole time. So I did. Uh, I actually chose because I had been siding with uh, with Jonathan and a lot of the stuff. So I was like, well, I should go. I should. I went with Walter. I clicked his initially. Mm. And so it put me into the white forest. And Walter was there, but I didn't. I didn't know that was already too late. So I went through the whole white forest, did all that, woke up in a, woke up in the counter demon base or wherever. Or no, it was in Yamato. And uh, and you know Walter's there, and then that's where blah blah blah, uh, Lucifer. <laughs> I was like fuck, reloaded yeah. my save, and because I was like oh, maybe uh, hit the other option. <laughs> yeah. So I, and then I hit I hit law, and then it's just the same thing. I just went down law path, but you know oh, I was. So I went into the blasted Tokyo as neutral. And that's where I Damn. think it's fucked up. Like the one place you can check it, you can go to the bar and there's a cynical man who sits there and you can do an alignment check there. And he'll mm-hmm. be like, Oh, you you look like a rather indecisive man. That's rare in Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. And that's yep. neutral. And uh, so I did all that and I was neutral after I picked Walter to go with and side with him initially. And somehow I lost it between there. And picking either side would still have me fucked and locked into whichever side. So I don't know how it works. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. It's, you know, certain choices have more weight on on what you do. Or, you yeah. know, on your on what points you get towards what. So I think that since you were in the middle, you must have just... I was so perfectly in the middle. <laughs> you must that... have been so perfectly in the middle that the, the, the choice that was either black or white was going to set you down. The corresponding wow. path. it's that it's that uh like narrow i just yeah i'd assume God, so. that's fuck. i mean I, so I read something annoying. about uh it being like i don't know how the choices are weighted but i think there's like what was it it's like minus seven or plus seven points like you have a 14 point point uh range of neutral and then everything else is like and i think that last choice is like 10 points or something like that god damn it that must have i must have just been on the the cusp of either side neutral to get neutral because they don't give you a neutral choice at the end wow 
God damn it. Yeah. I mm. Wow, that's infuriating. It's yeah, I'm I really want to do neutral. And you know, it feels from what I know about you like your game time Cole is mm-hmm. that there's just there's flat out just more content in the mm-hmm. neutral. It's not ending. it's not good though. Is yeah, the thing. it's it's side you, quests. You want to know what neutral ending is? Yeah, uh, I guess it would be is, time now to know. Neutral ending essentially is you are told to revive the goddess of Tokyo, and you need in order to do that you want to revive Masakado, who is a guardian deity for Tokyo. He's the big rock in Ginza. Oh, he's that giant boulder. Okay, and. He he's like, we need to get the great spirit of hope. Guess how you do that? You become the champion of Tokyo. Guess how you do that? Do every side quest in the whole game. Oh my god. And so that's that's the majority of neutral ending and definitely why I was stuck in it for so long because I couldn't find the rat the last random ass side quests Which that were one? just tucked away to take take picture. The last one I ever found was sitting in Tokyo Station in a random room. Some lady was like, I need a picture of this thing. Oh, I remember doing that. Where yep. you go to, what is it? I Shibuya? think it was a picture in Ginza. Oh, it was in Ginza. Yeah, I remember doing the picture in Shibuya. I think there was one there. Yeah, and then there's one in Ginza. Yep. Yeah. Either way, that it took me somewhere between five and ten hours just <laughs> to find that. Because I didn't, I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. Gotcha. I thought I did every quest. And nope, that was all it was. And then you just do... Then you just go to both the Law and Chaos dungeons, do those, mm. and then Masakado lifts the dome, and that's it. Oh, so you get the dome lifted over Tokyo. Okay. Yeah, everyone from Mikado emigrates to oh. to Tokyo. They're all like, we're good guys. Good thing no one died except uh, Jonathan and Walter. Did all the demons go away, or are they still hanging out? You you kill the demon lord, you kill Merkaba. Um, but I mean, are the regular I demons? I, still regular the demons, I believe, are still wandering around. You know, that's mm-hmm. you don't you don't do too much other than just kill your boys. Okay. And yeah. then and then combine everybody into one area, and that's it. Mm. And they're like, "Good job, dude." Hell yeah! I, I, I honestly, when I killed Lucifer, like, because it's pretty clear, you're like, "Oh, you're going through a law dungeon," and then you kill Merkaba, and then you go through the chaos dungeon, and you kill Lucifer. And I'm like, okay, here comes the third dungeon, the final thing to tie it all together that's, like, difficult, and it's, like, you know, a combination of everything. And, nope, you go back to uh, Cafe Florida, and the game just ends. And really? I, I couldn't believe it. That's so yeah. lame. Holy shit. I, 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 I could not believe Lucifer was the last boss because it just was, I don't know. Yeah, it was I totally would have quite a while a ago that it was too. a letdown. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how I, the credits hit, and I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I remember. I remember the credits hitting. You see, like the goddess of Tokyo on the beach or something like that, and she's like, well "Yeah, done." And that's and it. it's Burrow's voice. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, what? It was yep. just so ridiculous. That, that isn't. You think that's explained? It's not really explained. Another kind of interpretive thing is she, it's the little girl you see throughout the game. I was gonna ask what's up with uh, what Steven? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's he's like a staple in SMT. Like oh, he's yeah. he ex, he's he's always like jumping through timelines and saying weird shit. I yeah, he, he, he just kind of directs that. you towards that goal and nothing else. Yeah. Okay. I guess the goddess of Tokyo is Burroughs in some capacity, and that's kind of, you know, that it's just kind of hinted at in that regard, and that's it. It's and not a definitive thing. It's like yeah. assumed she's a, 
she was like a what the counter demon force like ai or something because when you first enter there she goes oh this place looks really familiar but i can't pinpoint why yeah hmm. yeah so something from the just... demon force neutroning yeah it's it's hard to get and you know another thing that got me stuck for a long time part of this game's weird pacing and all the weird shit where you don't know where to go there are barriers preventing you from going into either dungeon once you hit the neutral ending so like as soon as i come in you know um isabel greets you she's on your new she's the neutral party member i figured mm-hmm. yeah. so, so she joins you yeah and and walter and jonathan are nowhere to be seen they, they end up just being the bosses mm. um so my first instinct my gut reaction because isabel doesn't really know what to do or where to go uh, you give her a kiss she, you're like i give her, instinct, give her a kiss give her a kiss because i uh, i don't want her to die yeah uh and she she mentions Naraku and how there are demons or there's angels there. So I went there and there's a big barrier there. And you walk up to it and she says, oh man, if only we could get past this barrier. Do you have a demon in your party that could do that? And so for hours, I was like, who the fuck could I fuse that would open this? And I'm like, Lilith is the only thing I can think of. So I started running around forever trying to figure oh, out how to fuse God. her. And that is not at all what you are supposed to do. I wasted so much time. It's not. No, it's just a story (laughs) event. You have to go get Masakato and do all that. It has nothing to do with actually fusing your own demon. But that's so misleading. That could easily. It it was misleading enough that it wasted a lot of my time. Uh, And I, you know, that was my theme in neutral. Is I didn't know (laughs) what exactly to do, and I wasted a lot of time. I'm so fucking glad that that's not a thing in these games to 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 need a specific demon to do something. That would be so I, I, well. I'm ridiculous. glad to know now after the fact that that's how it was. But whew. yeah, damn, that's awful. Yeah, still, it's uh, as someone who's with just neutral in general, someone who's interested in potentially playing uh, SMT for Apocalypse, right? Mm-hmm. It kind of sucks knowing that the basis of that game is the neutral ending. Yeah. Because it, it feels yeah. it feels like I miss, like, even if it's, you know, kind of lame or something, you're just missing that entry point. Mm-hmm. That yeah, there was, there was decisions you were supposed to make to fully appreciate what the game's intended ending was. Yeah. And, and it was vague, too. Very vague. We we did our cyberpunk episode and, you know, a similar feeling from me for missing what was, you know, it wasn't a, a true ending, but, you know, I missed out on an ending in that game. And I think it's, we share that similar feeling there. Fuck cyberpunk. That's all I gotta say, but. <laughs> yeah, fuck cyberpunk, but. Fuck all I gotta say ending. is fuck God. Mm, yeah. I'm still sticking with that. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good side to be on. That's a, yeah, that's a, that's a good line from Chad Jade. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and you don't know who Lucifer is. You don't know yeah. that that's that Hikaru girl in the neutral ending. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I must have got stuff. it from from my stint because I knew it, but I couldn't figure out why. Somehow mm-hmm. I remembered that she was Lucifer, but uh, it must have just been my brief stint on the chaos chaos yeah, route, and then the I neutral. swapped back. That's like a loose plot thread that I was confused about in Neutral Ending is because she just disappears, even though she was so weird and like something's up with her all Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that, you know, she's with Fujiwara and Skins 
you know, the humans. She's like telling you to go talk to these dudes and and whatever. That would almost lead you to think there's something up with them. Yeah, like, because she associates. They're just with good them. boys. They're just yeah. good boys. Apparently, I only got to talk to him once. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, you know they seem nice. They're enough. featured in Apocalypse. They seem nice enough, I guess. Yeah. Too bad they got uh, decimated when the nukes went off in Tokyo and I <laughs> genocided it. The I'll say something else about Apocalypse. Um, it's not the alignment thing isn't as rigid in that game, mm. which is interesting. the 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 endings I think are a little more. They're not true like chaos or law. You know what I mean. They're a little more nuanced, but not. It's. Mm, it's interesting. That's all I'll say. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, with that, I would, I'd give a recommendation if I could go back and play the game again. I would definitely choose a different ending. Okay. That's all I'll say. Interesting. It's good. It's good. Hmm. Anyway, uh, does anyone have any other things? You know, a weird thing. Maybe this is uh, touched up in the neutral route too. Do you ever go back to? Do you ever see like blasted or? infernal tokyo again is that a thing Mm-mm. there's no way to get back no because it just felt so weird especially in infernal tokyo when i was exploring there you know you do uh you help out kill some of the you kill king what was it king kenji mm-hmm. yeah kill king kenji and you help akira uh take over essentially but there's these these weird barriers in the other cities yeah. where they have like a guard there yeah. you can load into the area and see it, and then it goes. Oh, you can't come here, and then you just yeah, get shoot away. Hell was and there's yeah. items back there. Yeah. I was like, this has to be like a. If you don't come back here for neutral, then you have to come back here in like one of the endings. I thought that's what those. That's worlds what I would thought be, too. But very interesting that you don't return. I think for they any just reason. copy pasted like the area and then yeah, added a filter so. over it and they must have you know put fire and stuff around a it. It's easier to just remove the entry point to those little areas than <laughs> do well, all the work that they did. Those those areas kinda highlight how big of a piece of shit Kenji is. Could you know it be what DLC? I, mean? I know there's I guess DLC. Akira. Just click Akira. They, click they a sh- button on the overworld to enter it and then have the cutscene rather than load into it and like walk up Why, to this. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just a little strange game design and a bit misleading i guess mm-hmm. i don't yeah, know weird the, weird 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 one last thing about the endings that i think did you get something michael in your ending uh the law ending uh where almost there's sort of a wistful a wistful comment being like uh oh, maybe mm. this world needs a little bit of chaos or something like that no okay because in my no, ending at the end she uh lucifer was like uh you've uh up- uprooted the order and now things are so chaotic but eventually people are going to need a leader otherwise mankind will kill itself off so then it was still like hinting like yeah law was still needed that was kind of my... uh how you yeah. parallel it with infernal tokyo where even akira says like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to rule this place, and once I'm in charge, I want to tone it down. I want to put things in control. I mean, yeah, yeah, a place where strong and weak could live together, coexist. Damn, you know, that's they didn't so necessarily lawful. have to tread on them <laughs> just to be chaotic. Yeah, yeah, and I remember in, in Lawful, uh, at the end, Merkaba goes, 
okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna nuke you. And he blows you up, and then he blows Tokyo up with it. And then afterwards, it goes up into Mikado and shows a nice little panning shot over it and how peaceful everything is. They built a nice new statue of you, and then it just talks about how uh, you preserve the way of life there, Yay. and everybody's happy and thriving and so on. The law ending where only Navar survives. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Yeah. He's still around, yeah. probably. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Good job, Navar. He knew when to dip out of there. Yeah, he's he's smart. Uh, Get, but you know, K's there, hopes there, all the all the good all the good yeah, boys. Most of those guys are getting along in the neutral ending. Oh, having a grand old time i think hugo's a, a, a wine enthusiast in cafe florida <laughs> that's kind of cool i'm kind of into that that's funny <laughs> I, I don't hugo doesn't deserve to live though hugo deserves to be you are, to the you are really chaotic right now dude well you need hugo to doesn't get purged in in the law ending either so. he doesn't nope he's committed sins dude he nope. admits it in the chaos ending i he, guess then. he gave it up he gave it up once the gods came in power he became a good boy and listened to what they said he lives all right weird you know what's weird this is this could be a little nitpick a little nitpick of mine i wanted to see something happen and it happened in the chaos when i saw you do it with the baker oh yeah the baker he's always there and i like when they started the purge in mikado and they're getting rid of people with who are reading the books Actually, first, okay, okay, I got back to uh, the black samurai, the execution there, when they yeah. do that, and you can talk to some of like the samurai, and they'll say, "Oh yeah, we've been, you know, everyone's called into the plaza to watch this. They're required to go, and while they're there, we're gonna sneak into their houses and steal their books, yeah, so they can't read it." And I was like, "Oh, okay, that's you know, that's interesting. That's cool that there's like this little detail there." And so after the execution, I wanted to go see if uh, I went and listened to all the other people, talk to them, and I want to see what was up with the baker, see if anything was different there, because he's always holding out that book. He wants yeah. to go read it with him. And uh, nothing's changed. He's, just, he's still got his book in hand. Burroughs goes, uh, <laughs> we should leave. And then he's, you got leave. His, uh, he's got his Futanari Dojinshi in hand, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, guys, you got to fucking check this shit out. Please, <laughs> got to check this out. Please. That is filth, and you must be purged. <laughs> Well, funny enough, he didn't get purged. Mm. He it looks like a little oversight. Yeah, that was why I was so frustrated. Because <laughs> the law, they go, anyone, anybody who's been participating in that filth and has wants and desires or whatever it was, uh, fucking killed. Yeah. And they and, made it a point to bring him up in the story early yeah. on that yeah. he's reading. And so I go back there because I wanted to see if there was some cool flavor, like the baker's gone. Like how in chaos, when you go there to the baker, when you get to explore Mikado, the baker's gone, implying yeah, he's, he's gone. a demon or he got killed or something. Mm-hmm. But I go there on law and yep, sure enough, oh, he's got his book in hand. Oh, Burroughs goes, ooh, get away from him. We're going to be here a while. <laughs> and then you leave. Wow, and that's it. It was just—I don't know. It's a little thing, but it just pissed me off. I wanted some—I wanted to see something happen with that storyline. Closure the on the baker. The baker. I wanted to see what happened with them. Hmm. I had been wondering just exactly how were people able. I, I, wasn't it a point earlier in the in the game that casualties generally couldn't read, and so mm-hmm. 
it, it stuck out to me and you know maybe i just made that point up in my head uh but when you get to kichi georgie and people are turning into demons like i guess a bunch of them learned how to read your character can apparently read the mystic script even mm-hmm. though you were a casualty uh walter I, too. I, I didn't know walter about that yeah walter a little strange and in the technology it, it, it is interesting that you are from this kingdom that is just totally oblivious and the relics you pick up the entire game make your character out like almost like a moron like you can't decipher just what regular clothing is in your <laughs> yeah. inventory like what is nope. this but what is this very quickly shirt similar to what i am wearing <laughs> <laughs> very quickly it goes from what is that strange device this box in their hand and they're like ah they are using their cell phone mm-hmm. mm. yeah. uh, just some just some world building that was interesting but uh they they ramped it up really quick where they just they toss it by the wayside in some mm. instances yeah yeah like how uh when you first uh get to tokyo they actually mention that where they're like their accents are really heavy i'm almost thinking it's supposed to be the language in mikado supposed to just be an offshoot of japanese yeah that's mm-hmm. what i was thinking because that's how they were because they just said it sounded like a heavy accent even though they sounded just like everyone else in well, the game yeah yeah, yeah I'm, I'm curious about what dialect what Japanese dialect the voiced lines used in the in the OG dub? Yeah, so, you be, know, a bunch of old like you know ways of speaking and stuff in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, none of it I thought was too concerning, but it all stuck out as just a little weird. Mm-hmm. The reading part for sure, because it's really implied that the language, at least the written form of the language in Mikado, is much different. Because mm-hmm. they always all oh, the mystic script. This oh, the... so says the mystic script. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's supposed to be really foreign, but then yeah, you have these essential peasants who might not even know how to read their own language, reading these long books like no longer human. <laughs> yeah, and they're just really into it and following the plot, and like oh, I can't wait to read it tomorrow. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's interesting how some of that is just uh, just kind of thrown out the window. For the sake of it's very cool at the start. Mm-hmm. Just a shame. Wasn't followed up on. Not consistent. Well, what do you think, guys? Yeah, well, let's, you know, like, what do we... I'm looking forward. I, I'm interested in Apocalypse. I don't know if I'll actually play it, but it yeah. sounds like it's made a lot of improvements. And, you know, I am interested in Shin Megami Tensei 5. I'll yes. say that. After playing this one, I am interested, but there's, you know, a sizable amount of improvements that I think they need to make. Definitely, yeah. I um, wanted to ask, um, hmm. I wanted to ask this too before we before we have closing thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. What do you guys think about uh, these games now compared to the Persona series? Do you, mm. do you like... Are you more inclined to, you know, do you have any, any, any certain way you're leaning? I mean, I find myself liking the, uh, the, the mainline SMT games a little more now than, than, uh, than Persona. Hmm. I'm thinking, Tough ask. Yeah, it's, uh, I think in a, in the gameplay, in the gameplay sense, I like the increased challenge. I, I mm-hmm. like that you know it does it's it's punishing it's unforgiving 
Hmm. And I like that. I like the gameplay more. And the themes, the themes are better. I like the darker themes. But uh, I don't know. There's, you know, there's just something comfy. There's just something comfy about Persona. Yeah. <laughs> At least for me. I'm, I'm, I still like it more, I gotta say. It's just, that's I true. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that little, you know, your little crew you get, even though if it is a little mind mush anime tropes. I'm into uh, it. I like, uh. I like the groups, just uh, the social stuff, and the stories are usually at least decent. Mm-hmm. But uh, theme wise, gameplay wise, yeah, I gotta, I gotta go with uh, with SMT. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I guess I think I'm leaning almost entirely on Persona. Mm, really? Um, I think the flavors of gameplay both stand up in their Mm -hmm. own right so i couldn't really choose you know there's a totally different dynamic when each demon has its own hp mp and move list as opposed to persona where it's all tied to your character and the demon just provides the moves Mm. you know there's ups and downs to both systems and so i like them both but you know a lot of the stuff in a shin megami tensei 4 story-wise just kind of fell flat for me and mm-hmm. you know i agree with that yeah persona characters lately you know each game they're definitely becoming more trope anime bullshit but i guess i still kind of like that more than the dry stuff in this game mm. i feel yeah yeah all right that's cool we got the middle ground we got the either side we are almost kind of like chaos law neutral huh yeah Except I got neutral this time. You got neutral. Finally. Good job. Good job, Michael. Yes. You did it, dude. I achieved my goal. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. Anybody, you guys want to wrap your final thoughts up of the of the game? Uh, yeah. I mean, I had I had a great time with it. You know, there was a there was a few little qualms here. I don't like neutral. I don't like neutral stuff. I think it's mm-hmm. uh, I think it's lame. I don't like. I don't like that whole setup, the whole process to get it. I think it's a little, a little too obtuse, just for almost no reason. Mm-hmm. And I just, I didn't like that part. That gave me a little bit of a sour taste. But you know, the journey through the game, I really had a fun time. I really liked the music. I really liked the combat. I just had a good time. I had a good time playing this. It was a, it was a fun, it was a fun one to go through. Hell yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, and I'm glad that we got our first guest on to to play this game with us. It's yeah, my personal yeah. pick. I'm glad that you know you had a good time with it. Yeah, I'm glad you guys invited me. Very, oh, yeah. very good. Very lucky too, considering this game. You know, it it beat battered and bashed one of our, yeah. you know, the the favorite host. Mm-hmm. Iowa got dissolved. You got dissolved. Yeah. So thank you for having our backs there. Yeah, I do what I can, guys. Here to help. Shin Megami Tensei 4 yeah as I said I am looking forward to the the next games there's some stuff that needs to be changed um, mostly mechanical stuff I'm glad a lot of it seems to be addressed in Apocalypse or some of it at least Um, it's a good sign you know did they did they change the the questing system do you still have to like walk around pick stuff up individually like accept it is it still the same Uh, there I I can't remember okay fair enough uh, you know, there there's a lot of the moment-to-moment gameplay in Shin Megami Tensei 4 outside of just combat really needed refining, but it's been... This game's uh, a 2014 something? What? 2014, and it's something. a fucking 3DS game. Like, and, okay, yeah, that's my big, that's my big thing. It, it's older, they've had a lot of years, but for me, 
Um, this game really was held back by being on the 3DS. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if you guys agree that. For me, p- picking the game up for short bursts, like you know a 3DS game generally is, uh, really didn't help with all of that pacing stuff and getting lost because mm-hmm. then I'd just forget some of the details that happened and I would get even more lost. And, you know, banger soundtrack, handicapped oh. by the speakers. I had, yeah. um, I got special little, uh, little earbuds. Yes, you got to Yeah, you have to tracks. pop in some Just headphones. It's, I think that Shin Megami Tensei Five being on the Switch should have a, a huge advantage there because mm-hmm. it's not going to be, it's not going to have these issues. It's still portable, but, you know, Everyone knows you can play it on your big screen if you want, and that's what, probably what I'll end up doing. It's too yeah. bad it's only going to run at like 20, 20 FPS-ish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah. Got to consider that. Unfortunately. The, it's pretty incredible that they got this game. Like, it's a humongous game for being on a 3DS cartridge. It's pretty insane. I mean, like, you know, they, they a lot of the demons they managed probably to get by by having all of the, the artwork. They're just artwork. They're PNGs, Yep. you know? Mm-hmm. Um that that's i wonder what they're gonna do in five if they're gonna go you know with some of their spin-off games and you know persona have 3d models for them again or if they're gonna stick with this this image sort of thing they that got would on. not work on a switch a higher I, yeah quality i don't think it would either would and honestly i don't really like it for four but i think that's how they managed to do it yeah that i think it i think it's cool i like i like the stylized uh the pngs for for demons i really liked there's some cool touches that they do especially with the kill animations those are yeah, really the animations insane. are cool those are really um, i i'd like the uh the designs for some of the the evil demons and angels like lucifer's fucked up design like that they, they, they look disgusting and i i just i don't know they did the cool uh i guess they are just kind of standing there i think They're that works standing. fine but then you put them up against some of the old demon designs that they've had for a long time. And I think that's what kills it mm-hmm. for me is they just have so many crazy designs and they're all just kind of sitting there. Yeah. They're just sitting there waiting. I like when they have those flashing eyes, it's a really minor thing, but they have, they just have the eyes that are just like flashing. Yeah. There are a few frames of animation on a lot of demons and some of them are more pronounced like that, that are, that are very cool, especially the bosses. Yeah. It's scary. It's intimidating. They, I think they could definitely do with some, some different, some changes, some updates. I'm sure they'll, I'm sure they'll use 3d models, but I just hope it doesn't run at, the low frame rates or have humongous frame drops like the uh, HD remake of Nocturne does. Yuck. Well, if the Switch can run a PS2 game like that, surely it'll be able to run a modern video game. A better, game designed right? for it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I see. You're right and it will. Okay. You're right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I am right, yeah. I said the right thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't lie to us. No. It's going to run perfectly. <laughs> uh... So I guess my summation of my thoughts, uh, I'm I'm glad that I picked this game and got to experience it again. I usually run across, I, I come back to the soundtrack and listen to it quite a few times, quite pretty often, you know. I really love the soundtrack and it always gets me itching to play. And I'm glad to have a chance to do the chaos route and talk about it with my buds. And I'm glad that everyone had somewhat of a good time playing it. And, you know, I'm glad... I'm I'm just I'm I'm happy that I got to do this on for the podcast game. 
uh, my, my first personal pick. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I'm really, you know, there are some things certainly that haven't aged well and some things that are very, very frustrating. I'm not going to say it was fun to play the whole time, but I did have a good time playing it in general. Um, I'm just hoping that, you know, SMT5 fixes some of these these little gripes and these big issues. And, you know, I'm really hoping that SMT5 breaks out into the mainstream and, yeah, and gets... Yeah, that's the big thing. Yeah, because I, I think that there's a lot of... The themes and, adult and and mature, dark, fucked up vibes that these the the mainline Shin Megami Tensei games have don't. There's not a lot of good like JRPGs that have that going for them. There's just a lot of like, come on guys, let's go on a <laughs> fucking adventure, dude. Like fuck it, like and like Persona is just like these dumbass dude, kids. Walter said that too. Stupid ass teenagers, like don't know what's going on talking about pancakes or whatever in the middle of the mm. world in the middle of a crowded thing I, uh, pancakes it's just getting frustrating <laughs> are you okay Jeez. i'm just getting you know tropes and stuff get get these games don't really have a lot of tropes going on as far except as apocalypse except apocalypse man that's its big fault it's, you know it's leaning into the future fighting. this is the future of smt dude yeah Maybe I'll have, maybe some of that stuff it. will have to be sacrificed in order to get it the attention it deserves. I don't I don't know, uh, but I just hope I hope it opens more people up to the series, and I hope that uh, it becomes more prevalent, more than Persona. Hey, don't get a, don't get ahead of yourself. It's, it's not yourself, more than it'll never Persona. become more popular than Persona. There's Good. no way it's going to become more popular than Persona, but I think I it also deserves don't want them to, to milk it the same way. Yeah. Like it, SMT is what it is because it has a somewhat niche appeal. Yeah. So the, it, the milking, the money, the cash cow that Persona is, is, is just, it makes me dislike it even more. It's really gross. It's but, changed it. But think, think of it like this. It helps fund projects like SMT. I hope so. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully P5 the SMT5 right is like a good... It. Yeah, they'll put all their money into SMT5. It'll be their passion project. And then they'll go and milk Persona 6 for 10 years. No, there's still a few more crossovers <laughs> of 5 to come. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. They haven't made the fighting game yet. They haven't made the kart racing game. Um, <laughs> they haven't done They haven't done quite a lot for Persona 5 yet. So... We'll see how that how that Joker's going to be in Genshin Impact soon. Yeah, the Joker yeah. crossover. Yeah, that's going to be great. I can't wait until Joker's on like my milk cartons and stuff. Ooh. Like I'll go out and buy <laughs> milk. Literal and, milk. Yeah, get and he'll be like, special... Joker's, Joker says to drink your milk. You get all your daily calcium recommendations. Rebel against your parents. You want to be rebellious <laughs> like me? Drink your milk. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh. So, yeah, that'll about wrap up this episode Shin Megami Tensei 4 for the Nintendo 3DS Entertainment the Nintendo 3DS handheld entertainment system yes um, great pick mm-hmm. thank you thank you uh, hopefully I'll have more person maybe maybe you could just let me pick the next couple games no probably not you gotta wait oh, I think wait, I should pick them we have a debate coming up cause no one can decide what the next game is so oh. we're actually doing a, a little debate to figure out what our next games are gonna be um That'll be coming out next. Uh, and we have some other content that we might sprinkle in. We keep working on those Genshin episodes, hopefully, uh, unless we fall off of the game, which is <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Uh, yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, thanks very much for listening. 
to the episode. Uh, thanks for thanks for listening. We love you very much. Have a good night. Have a happy midnight. Happy midnight. Happy midnight. <laughs>